coming in for no reason. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to another beautiful award-winning podcast. Emo Brown, the saddest Mexican. It is. Brought to you by the wonderful people at Grasshopper. Grasshopper, located here in Chula Vista. What's going on? It's too loud, huh? No? I don't know. Grasshopper, ghbuds.com. Recreational, medicinal, or just holistic, organical. Cannabinoids. Cannibalism. Can I do it? Get your medicine. Oh, sometimes I just like to listen to that. I like that. It reminds me. I got a. I got a kung fu monkey story later. Go ahead, bro. But before we get into it, this, is another episode of Medici Monday. This one might go a little smoother since no Caesar Torres is here. He's probably out slaving. You know what he slaves over there, doing his white, that he's white here, lady slaying. Kind of happy the cat's here. Who's here? Jeff Lozano's here. Jeff Lozano, uh, J-Lo. <laughs> Welcome to Metiche Monday. We have some questions that were What's brought up, to our attention, dog. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. Shut up. I'm serious. You talk so much shit before you come on, and then as soon as a little red light goes on, you just- I'm a professional, mm-hmm. Steve-O. Go ahead. Take some pointers. All right. Oh, I will. <laughs> Speaking of which, all right, it's time to do our little- uh, who is part of the Emo Brown Social Club? Ooh. All right. Today, we're going to be listening to audio karate in the background. Why not? You know, let's see what's going on. Ooh, jump into the warp room with me and go back to 1998. Did you ever listen to Audio Karate? No, not until you had him on the show. Really? really? Checked him out, yeah. No wonder their sales have increased. You're welcome, boys. I do it all for you. All right, from the top to the bottom, newest to oldest, Emo Brown Social Club members. El Compita Juan. Oh, this guy. Last last week, his name was Drew P. Sack or something. Drew P. Sack. Yeah. Drew P. He's Sack. like, I signed up just so you can say my name every week. And this week, he changed it to Mike Roch Burns. If you read it, cr- yeah. Mike Roch Burns. Well done, brother. Arcadio Mora, JC1, Pablo Cacahuates. Ooh, I know him. BJ Jesbera. The homie is the gentleman punker. Rudy Avalos, Mike Bibi, never heard of her. Evelyn Bernardi, Sergio Uribe, El JP. Nicholas Coker, Giovanni Correa, Tacos Vaquero, Ben Bikes Rebeer. Bro, this list is growing nonstop yeah, growth. Man. It's great. All growth is good growth, except the ones that are, you know, well, if it's yeah, bad, malignant. Yeah. Yeah. Felipe Meraz, Hexes, Reginald Garcia, Aida, Tony Wad, Maggie Brennan, and Beatrice Uribe. Claudia, Chef Claudia, put a little respect. Chef put a little respect Claudia. on her name. Chef Claudia. Boom. Oh. Valeria Tapia, Mike Ferrar, Justin Seleska, Aaron Hill, Matt Lawson, the homie April, Kiki Montalvo, Hector Mungia, the homie, Erika Mendoza, Craig Schreiber, Alberto Smallteeth Aguirre, Ozzy Perez, Kevin Lewis, who's here sitting next to me. What? And this is weird. Because he put his name down as him being the fucking guy, you know? Little do I, he doesn't know that I look at everything. And out of our account, every month, a $10, or 10, what did you sign up? 10 or 25? $25 a month comes out of our business account. I'm like, where the fuck is it? I'm like, this weenie. This fucking weenie, dog. Just That's a good drink. move. No, it's not a good one. Michelin, Christine Benten, Oscar Uribe. Uh, Christine Uribe. I See, I'll remember to fix that. Giovanni, Adrián El Abuelo, Judith, Bazurto, Rafa Garcia, the homie, Marino, Gomez, IZ Castillo, the homie Muskies. 
Daniel Angelis, Selena Lugo, Brandon. Dude, there's three pages now. This is page two. Wow. Chavita Maldonado, Antonio Lopez, the junior, Josh Dexter, your cohort at Ballast JD. Point. Damn. Ricardo El Dicky Islands, Aisha, Aisha Ali, Bridget. Bridget, come get your stuff. All right, stop complaining about it on the Discord. Bridget, come get your shirt. It's here at the brewery. Did you pick up your card? <laughs> Eranaya, Carla Caro, Hector Para, TKO Deli, Sarah Sellas. Next page, uh, liquor store Mike, Sonia Baca, Robert Lara, Lil Rob, Denise Moreno, Chef Letty, pull of respect on her name, Jerry El Chiro Jimenez, Antonio Brito, Angelfish Hernandez, Scott Donaghy, Steve Champ, Juarez. That's not an S, that's a C. Okay, I was All right, say, that's yeah. a, yeah. copyright infringement. El Compita Ben Demas, Jeff Lozano. Hola, como estamos todos? If you pay enough money, you can also be a part of the Emo Brown show. Who's that? Metiche Monday, Jeff Lozano, the highest ranking Mexican. Oh, in Ballast Point. Oscar El Compa Kimo, El Doyer, Ranting with Ramos, the homie Alex, Samantha Reina, Paul Costello, Jay Escobar, Lieutenant Hoyos, the homie Gustavo Gonzalez BFF. Put some respect on it. Jason Holleran, D-Rod, the homie Oliver Whitney. I take all my kids to get a haircut with him. He works out at Moose's. I think I know that guy. Oh, I know Moose's. Julio Palacios. It's about a month. It's a, hey, happy one month anniversary, dog. One month? Yeah, one month, bro. I got extremely drunk one month ago at his wedding. No way. Yeah, October first. Did you Today make a fool is the. No, I, well, I was dancing. Oh, I, I so made, you did? I made yeah. the biggest fool of a myself. A simple yes would have survived. <laughs> Christian Moreno, Compita Rodrigo, Fernanda Gisbera, Miss. Lady Gentleman Punker. La Amy, la más guapa del barrio. Sign up for her OnlyFans. Her OnlyFans is blowing up and I'm going to get a discount. Wait, no. I'm not signing up. I'm going to get a cutback from her monies. Thank yeah. you. Ernesto Moreno. Copita Ben. Junior, formerly known as the Colombian. Now he's just big head. The homie Gavin. Tom Phillips. Veronica Rocha. Alex I hit The white man who golfs with me on Sunday. John Gennaro. It's actually Fridays. Cesar Torres playing hooky today. Not even coming in. Page three. Um... Ruben López, Estela Dávila. La madrina de la cerveza. It's a long list. It's a long list, bro. What do you, do you have a, um, you kind of, you kind of made a bold statement when? in the beginning when Go you ahead. said that you were going to read off every single name, every single episode. No, 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 no. Yeah. Every Metichi Monday. Oh, every when did you change that? Because Metichi Monday just started, When right? did you stop, when did you stop listening to the podcast that you donate money to? Mm. I don't donate to the podcast. I donate to the movement, bro. Parte del movimiento culturalmente. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, the first question that stood out to me very blatantly up front on the middle of the page was, who the fuck is Jeff Lozano? Was well, it, like that? it was like that. that way? Bro, it was phrased just like that. So Jeff Lozano awesome. joining us today on Metiche Monday. Who the fuck are you, bro? Honestly, that's a very good question. And it's appropriately phrased. Who the fuck is Jeff Lozano? Who cares? Go ahead. Who cares? I'm ready. I'm just... <laughs> I work in the craft beer industry, but I don't identify as the craft industry. I'm just a dude that likes to hang out with his buddies and shoot the shit. And I'm doing my best to try to enjoy this very short ride we got on this little, little speck of dust. Is it round or is it flat? Ranting with Ramos. I've been listening to him, so I'm convinced. He is maybe incorrect. It's round. <laughs> it's a way. Jeff Lozano is a friend of the show, is a friend of mine. Is a homie. Thanks. Is a homie. You're a homie too. Thank you. Well, I would surely expect it. So the not, first question not, was, not all of them are two-sided, my friend. No? No, I, I think I, I think I've called people my friends or referred to them like in the wild, going like, oh dude, he's my boy. And then later found out that they don't give a shit about me or they don't even know who I am. 
Well, that was the fucking first question from the homie JC1. Who the fuck is Jeff Lozano? Jeff JC Lozano, one. he was also the uh, highest ranking Mexican in Ballast Point, bro. Is this true? Is this true? Am I breaking news? Should I hit this? Should I hit this applause button? Because I'll start over. Jeff Lozano, the highest ranking Mexican at Bellis Point. Yes, you make your family proud, brother. It's, uh, it's probably not correct. I don't know. Look, I don't know who has done their 23 and me's and, and, and who has, how, what percentage? What percentage do you get to fall into the you are a Mexican? How much do you need to have? Well, as far as I'm concerned, my man, you are the highest ranking. All right, well, that's different, bro. Thank you, thank you. But I'm not, I am just a Mexican and I work for Ballas Point. How's life been, bro? It's been a minute since I talked to you. It's, it's been a busy stretch. Dude, I'm it's tired. Been, but what do you do at Bellas Point? Remind in us. In a good way. Uh, it's, I get that question a lot. And I think that- Because I see you on commercials. I've refined the answer to, I talk about, I talk about what we do. Like you could call it an ambassador role. You can call it the voice of the company. You can, some, oh shit. No, no, no. Some have said it, not me. You just said it. No, I, I'm saying what some people have said. I'm literally looking at your lips move and then you said, I'm the voice of the company. Well, that's true, but in, out of context, it sounds that way. But in context, I'm talking about other people calling me that. And they call I, you the voice of Bellas Point? I don't think that's accurate. I, I, I don't think that's accurate at all. I think it probably is more accurate to say that I've adopted maybe an ambassador, ambassador role for the I company. I am the voice of Jeff. But... I don't want to stay there, man. I don't want to be that dude. That's not... Breaking news? You don't want to stay at Bella's Point? No, I don't want to stay in that role. Oh, perdón. What do you want to do, Look ultimately? you, dude. You are... <laughs> <laughs> He's coming in hot. Hey, man, Brendan's a homie, homie. What's up? Hey, he is, dude. He He's believes in what you guys are doing, yeah. just as I do. Nice. Uh, common question, not really asked, but... A commoner question? Yeah. Uh, when is Bella's Point buying out three punk ales? Well, I don't know if you... What's your sticker price right now? Are you guys even... You know, I'll move it for 15 mil. It's... Is it is it is it cheap or is it a steal? I would say it's a it's a proper price. Yeah, yeah. Tell, tell Brendan, fifteen no, million gets time? it done. When's the last Kev's here? When's the last time you guys had an evaluation of your brand? I'm gonna evaluate it right now. Okay, mm, let's see. Looks awesome. Fifteen million. Take one more sip of whatever the hell we're drinking. Because <laughs> what it's are delicious. we drinking? What yeah, before this? we. Because let, let me break it to you guys. It's no longer sober October. It's November first. So being the alcoholic I am, fake news. Why'd you do a sober October? Uh. I drink a lot on so my I. boy's birthday, on my boy's oh. wedding. Oh. That was it. I mean, I don't normally drink a lot, but that day I was like, it's a reset. It. I was like, a yeah. month long reset. So I, I did a month long reset. But but the homie Gus and I go golf on Monday, on Wednesdays and Fridays. And for the majority part of those Wednesdays, I had a Bloody Mary. Okay, so, so you I weren't had, sober. But I, I mean, it was a Bloody Mary. Do you still tell people that you participated in Sober October? <laughs> I just did. <laughs> and. Okay, cool. I guess. Asterisk. Hey, if the Dodgers won <laughs> if the Dodgers won the World Series last year, asterisk. I had a sober Ouch! October. Asterisk. That one goes out to my boy Che. Mm, all the boys. Is that the dude you always send a picture of? Um he is a brewer for Mike Hess. He's mm -hmm. a good friend of mine, but he is a Dodger nut like most tend to be. And the only brewer I know from Hess is Paul. Oh, dude. That's it. Guess what? There's another Mexican. What? There is another what Mexican. What's going on at Hess, bro? And he's built like a horse on roids. He's a he's a he's a burly man. Yeah, and he has okay. a tattoo right on his forearm on his forearm. And it's a it's when the Dodgers won the series. And uh we all Which gave one? Nineteen eighty eight? Because that's the only one. This last one. And we all gave him shit. It was like, yo, you need to put an asterisk on that. Like, fair enough. Get yeah. the tattoo, motherfucker. Not a problem. But you gotta put an asterisk. Play by on. the rules. Put an asterisk on there. It was a sixty game tournament. Everybody played. Here's Correct. a question. Here's a question. Correct. Here's a question. I'm ready. If Padres mm. would have won. Bitch, I would have bought the DVD commemorating the whole 60 game season, yeah. dog. I would have bought all the things. 
but so they did it. Okay. Fair All right. But that's they did it. the game, and that's right? how it's played. Dodgers, 1988. That's the only series I, I acknowledge for them winning. Back to drinking. Uh, we are drinking a limited edition Liberty Call Distilling product. It's a single malt scotch. Ooh, it's good. That Three Punk Ales made. So Kevin was telling us, we use the wash from the beer. Yeah. And they use it to wash the grain. To make the scotch? Does he talk like that? Yeah. When he does talk, he's a fucking does he talk Viking. Like he's, a Viking. he's sitting right here and he's just kind of shaking his head. It's hot as fuck. This this drink is hot. I'm feeling toasty. You know what? And when I say hot, it, it it's the drink. The drink is cold, but it's heat. It's like you taste it and it's just like burning your throat. I love that feeling. I'm a good guy with that. I'm, I'm a big fan. So hey, you know feeling. for that? Cheers. Salud, caballeros. Boom. Get it, grab boom, it. Boom, boom, boom. Mm. Au revoir. So but anyways, October. anyways, JC or whoever asked that question, now you know me, man. If you ever see me, tap me on the shoulder and be like, "Hey, you're that, you're uh, you're that guy, right? <laughs> you're that guy, right?" Hey, bro, what happened? Are you okay? No, the Emo Brown Instagram got deleted. Dude, dog. you're inappropriate. I don't know what happened. That, I think that's what happened. Okay, well, according to the stories that Caesar and, and fucking glasses, I helped the Nigerian prince. I assure you, I did not help a Nigerian prince by giving the money and expecting a larger sum in return. Excuse me. I did not get did. hacked. I did not get hacked. And if you did. I'm out there doing what Emo Brown does, helping what people. What did this Nigerian prince do that's so, <laughs> like, what's up? Why? Dude, our account is gone. That's Completely sad. zeroed how out. Follow- how many followers did you have? And you know what? People ask me, and this has been weird, because mm-hmm. as soon as I, like, started, like, I created a whole new one, and, um. Follow us now at the underscore emo underscore brown. The emo brown. What was Look the first up. one? What was the first uh, one? Emo brown. Emo underscore the brown. The emo brown. Do you like that better? You- no, it's the only one that was available. Ugh. Yeah. It's the emo brown. Fucking deal with it until somebody hacks it again. The emo brand. Okay. The emo brown. Follow us. Instagram. The emo brown. Social the emo media. Brown. You heard it here. Uh, Twitter. Emo brown. Facebook. Emo brown. TikTok. Emo brown. I don't even know if I have a TikTok. You do. But it's for three punk. You probably did. You probably no. have one. I don't. You see, too. Dude, Emo Brown got deleted, disabled, deactivated. I did not do it. Our, and now they want me to send a picture of me holding my ID in order to retrieve it. And I'm like, fuck's going on here? Oh, they want your stuff. Yeah. But, so there was like 2,500 followers, I think. Steven. Which is nothing to Steven, sneeze hold on, at. Steven. Go ahead, brother. Steven. Go ahead, Jeff Lozano. You, you win best podcast ever mm. award. We pissed a lot of people and then, off, bro. And then, and then your account gets deleted. Go ahead. I'm look, dude. I'm hey, not into. I'm, I'm not, not into I'm connecting not, dots. I'm, yeah, but. I'm not. I'm not here to you know shine a light on the obvious. But do you think that this was an attack against your newfound fame? I don't know, bro. I'd like to think not. I think so. I, like I think it should. Not. Why not own it? That's Why? cool. Yeah, man. We're fucking. Our stock is rising so much, and it's still not there. Yeah, it's it's gone, bro. Legit. Like in, the only email I got was this morning saying, "Hey, send us a picture." With you holding an ID and this this security code, and then we'll take it into consideration. I was like, "What? Take you what? Right, the, you got right it out? Somebody, something? You did? Whatever? You did? Whatever? People know that we're the best podcast in San Diego, and we're taking over the world. No, just San Diego. Why? Why? See, that's one of the the, the these concepts that I don't get. Like, what's the point? Like, why? Why do that? Like, let's say, because I don't know the whole story, and you probably- I just don't. gave you the whole story. No, no, no. You don't know why it got taken oh, down. Oh, yeah, I don't know why. You don't know why. No, I don't know But why. let's say that it is the case that it got t- it got removed because of uh, its content. 
Let's what say. content though? What, dude, what come about, on. What I put your, on there? The, look, the, my fucking son dressed like Pee Wee doing the Pee Wee Herman it's dance. It's not that it's, I don't know, but I've, I'm on Instagram, dude. I've seen plenty of things that have been flagged that I go, why is that yeah. being flagged? You don't know. I don't. It might've been an accident. Mm. Somebody. Oops. Should I try to retrieve it? Oops. Delete. Oops. Should delete. I try to retrieve it? Yeah, you should. I or, think. Cause oh, this was the weird part that I was going to tell you. Like I said, oh yeah, yeah, account got hacked or deleted or disabled or disactivated. Bottom line, I don't have access to it. Started a new one. Oh bro, I'm fucking sorry. All that hard work. Oh bro, my bad. It's like, why are people apologizing? It's just social media, you know? Well, it's kind of like they, when you, it's condolences, really. Go ahead. It's just condolences. Did I lose a loved one, bro? <laughs> it depends on how you look. Dude, some people, <laughs> some people's accounts Go ahead. are as precious to them as their children yeah, as, as, wow. as as family members. Hate to see it, dog. Well, no, it, it's it's not like a bad thing. It's like you can tell which people on Instagram are all about that. That's their identity, right? But yeah. so when they lose that, it is a lot of hard work. What do I love the most? I love the most, I love building things. I like creating shit and then kind of like getting it to the point where my creation is an adolescent and they're out in the street just elegantly, just doing their thing. So I, this, I see it as a new opportunity. Yeah, but what grow. happens when, you're, when your creations get torn down? We build again, bro. Ah, we build dale, again. Look at so you. right now we're doing that, bro. We're doing that. We just started building this new account up yesterday. Good. All the OGs are in there. All the big wigs that, that followed us, that support us. No questions asked. They're back on board. Ah, well. you know, so the underscore emo underscore brown. Just look up the emo brown. It's going to say my name on there. I don't know why it has my I, name on I there, bro. That. I, was like, I don't know why it has my name on sure there. Sure, it got connected. deleted. <laughs> it got, it's connected to Facebook, you Look know? You, you win, I fucking hate You win a I little hate award. Media, you win I a hate little, No, you don't. Media. I really do. No, you don't. Our wifey and I have You're this discussion. You're on it a lot. I, hello? Have you seen our brewery? I'm sitting next to an award-winning beer producer. Why do you hate Kevin it? Kevin Sean Lewis. Why do you hate it? I, I don't like it. I see it as a tool used to elevate the things that you and I do, that all of us in this room do. You know, we, we want to promote the brands that we stand behind. You know, we want to promote the the accomplishments and the achievements or or to pat somebody in the back for, hey, job well done, you know? But it's not that big a deal. Is, there, is there any tool or apparatus that's so cumbersome that you hate, but it, but it does its bidding? Like- a blender or something like a toothbrush. A toothbrush? Yeah. You hate a toothbrush. I hate toothbrushes, bro. I love brushing it? my teeth, but I hate the fucking <laughs> let it, what it looks like, and I'm putting you it in my mouth and I'm bro. stroking it, dog. You yeah, I'm with you. I got I'm with one. You. Of those. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Fuck. This episode's brought to you by Ultrasonic. Damn. My family got it, and I was complaining about my teeth because they're a little yellow. I drink a lot of coffee, dude. A lot. Coffee's good. And um, coffee is awesome. But Coffee's like the you know, like uh, like black tea and stuff like that. Mm, they, mm. they they stain your teeth. Go ahead. And so my family, they all invested in these uh, ultrasonic pen. I don't know what brawn something. You're just combining brands at They're this point, at bro. Costco. Right. They're at Costco. <laughs> it's $199. And, really and dude, I kid you not, my teeth, my pearly yellows oh. are mother of pearl at this point. Look, Look at they, they are they're pearl. clean and smooth. So that's how I feel about losing the account. Yeah, I was a little bummed. Right, we'll, we'll, we'll build it back. Man. I like that attitude. It though. ain't no big deal, you know? So I get ready because I actually, you know what? I sponsored a, a post. Is that what it's called? Sponsoring a post? No, you didn't. I did, bro. It goes no, like, you did It goes against everything I represent. Yeah, man, but I'm I was a little like, astonished. But I was like, you know what? Let's throw a little cash behind this movement. Let's let's give it a jump start, you know? Why? The number one podcast deserves number one ah, financing, dog. Okay. You know okay. what? So that's why you're here. <laughs> who the, who the fuck, <laughs> who is, the Jeff fuck is Jeff Lozano? So yeah, that was that happened on Sunday morning. I was a little bummed, bro. 
It is what it so is. So you are bummed. And yeah, I was a little as bummed. you should be. Do you know why though? Because mm. it's 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 a in in this little weird world of of who likes it, who doesn't, social media, what's fake, what's not. Um, there's no doubt that followers can be fake, right? Mm. There's you can buy them, yeah. but you you didn't. And so, organic growth, right? And so it's kind of like this metric for your show. People that follow your show, it's kind of this weird artificial thumbs up, like mm-hmm. this virtual thumbs up, and. It is a bummer to 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 not have that, I guess feedback. Like that's a that's that's a number. It's quantifiable. Yeah. You're like, how many followers do you have? I hate the sound of that. Question. Analytics, but it is analytics. Yeah. And for your show, and I'm a numbers guy. That's I'm, I'm, I'm I have a touch of Rain Man in me, where I'm driven by numbers, and I need to know the inner workings of things. Uh-huh. Which goes back to me right. telling you is like, I like to build shit and set it out. And step, take a step back and see what happens. It's different. Know? It's different than a than a personal account. Correct. I'll give a fuck. Lose my personal account. I only have a Facebook because you need a Facebook to set up an Instagram business account. That's not why you own. That's not the only reason you have. A Facebook. That's the only reason I have it now. Really? Yeah. Look at my Facebook, man. Every now and then, I'll drop a little dig and be like, "Hey, I guess like who's it. on the podcast?" Look, look hey. I had this conversation with uh, with a buddy of mine a while ago, but not not so long ago about the the pros and the cons of social media in my world. Right. Mm. Like I I'm I'm a lot of pros. I'm more I'm more in align with your perspective mm. on it than not, but I do see that there's a lot of pros because if I were to take a dispassionate look at it in a, like a third party view, I would see some of the nice relationships that although not intimate and like really, really, really bound by like, oh, we talk all the time and, and I know everything about that person. It's, it's nice to see what they're up to. Yeah. And that's a relationship too. Like people have this weird misconception that all relationships need to be this intimate thing where Hey, bro, he's not even your boy. When's the last time I like when you look at me right in the eyes and telling me this. When's the last last time you talked to him? When's the last time? Do you even talk? Do you even know what he's doing? But that's not necessarily what all relationships need to be. Correct. The mundo. So I like like what social media does until- Is it it healthy? Is it healthy? Probably not. It really isn't, you know? Because you only see the best. You only see the best of what people are doing. You know, it's like- this is Not all the time. Some people are a little bit more- for sure. No, there's some people that share everything, dog. There's some people that share everything on there. Sometimes it's like cringy. I'm like, it's the way. Put the, take that down, eh? Don't, don't put that on there. You know, you, you can I tell you why I don't like it? Um, one of the biggest reasons why I don't like social media is that I'm, I have relationships and I have friends with people. You're that sliding are, into motherfuckers' DMs. Check this out. Oh my bad. I have relationships with these dudes and, hey, and, and gals that that are that are not anything more than just like these surface level things. Like mm-hmm. I'm friends with you for a particular reason. I don't have to be friends with you for all reasons, right? And so I don't need to be privy to your political views and I don't need to be privy to a lot of these Time out. more intimate, hold on. Is it privy or privy? Privy? I'm gonna say privy. Okay. No, privy. I'm just curious. Cause I don't know if you're Maybe. fucking dropping a whole new word on me that I don't know the meaning of it. No, whatever it is, whether you said it correctly or, or I said it correctly. Incorrectly. I, I think, I think the <laughs> I think the idea is still there. Um, Privy. It's kind of like one of those things where you go, I didn't need to know that about about you. I like you. Don't I, fuck I, it up. I, yeah, don't fuck it <laughs> don't up. Don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up in my world because you bring me some something. Like you bring me something in this weird relationship that we have that I don't know that much yeah. about you, but you're really good uh, for me for these particular reasons. And you'd be really bad for me if I knew a little bit more about you based on that post. So Don't dig too deep, yeah, my friend. Pandora's yeah. box is a motherfucker. You yeah, know, you, you, you open it up and it's like, damn, this feels weird. No, can't. I've, I've unfriended people who have posted a little too much 
And then I say, let's click. Let's dig a little deeper. Then I open it up. I was like, oh, fuck, dog. He likes tacos from LA over San Diego. Tacos, delete. Immediately. Taquitos, narol tacos. Oh, delete. But, go ahead. but it could also be eye-opening for you. And you can take a position where you go like, you know what? Okay, now I know something about him that I really don't like. But our relationship was based on stuff that I did like. So now there's this room. <laughs> there's this room. How high are you when you're doing these fucking analysis, bro? Oh, 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 dude, I don't, I'm not, I'm not a big smoker, man. You're not? Smoke. No. Neta. Uh, I do a little tincture at night just to help me sleep, but I don't smoke. I haven't been, I've never been able to smoke weed, dude. No? I get paranoid. Good. Yeah, I get really paranoid. Get in touch with that paranoia. Yeah. Find out. Knock down walls. Knock down walls. nice. Knock down those walls. Anyways. Next question. Fuck social media to summarize that. Oh, it's meta, by the way. Now it's no longer Facebook. El Señor Zuckerberg is changing the Whoa. platform name to Meta as opposed to Facebook. Why? Whatever. It's a bunch of old people who are on it now anyway, dog. My mom and my dad are on there. So for me, that's like, as cool as they are, if they're on there, I'm like, oh, it can't be that cool. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it makes sense. I, uh, I, I like it. I like having one. I like using it once in a while. I'm How more long? of an Instagrammer. Uh, me too. I'm more of a- more, Way more Instagram than anything else. I like tweeting. I, I like getting my news from Twitter because I can kind of like select what channels that I really want to just mm-hmm. follow. Um, but I don't, I don't tweet. <laughs> I don't tweet. I don't have nothing to say. Neither do I, but it's fucking awesome. What do you say on Twitter? What I just drop Hey, check this out. Hey, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> well, videos, yeah. Do you remember when Twitter used to just be like, hey, I'm standing behind... Well, remember when it I'm used to be like line. Steve Garcia is duh, 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 yeah, duh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff Lozano is duh, 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 duh. <sighs> Yeah, it was. There was another app that did that. Square? No, no, me acuerdo. But there I was know another for app. sure it was, it was Twitter for check, a little bit where you would check in. Yeah, you would just check in at a spot, <laughs> grabbing tacos, and then it would get your GPS and Steve was at Wings and Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn, Wings and Things. Next question go, on the list. Go, go, go. Sorry. Are you fucks really starting a band? That's a question well, for okay, so Mr. There's two, there's two question questions. There's two, there's two questions I've asked, and both of them are, who the fuck is Jeff Lozano? And are you fucks really starting a band? The, the level of disrespect to Jeff Lozano is astounding. Like uh, wait, he said fucks. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, but, but, that's, that's plural. plural. God damn it. <laughs> why are you, are we starting why are you removing band? yourself from that one? I don't know. That's a question for you because here, let me tell everybody how this went down. Go ahead, really quick. Go ahead, go ahead. You hit me up mm. and, you know, inquired as whether to I wanted to be in a band or not. And I said, yeah. And so I said, yes, because I do want to be in a band and I think it would be fun to jam. Do you want to be in a band with me? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I do. Well, I did. I still I still do, but oh, okay. it's changed. Let me let me finish. And so I said, yes, you started a little group. And, uh, whoa, whoa. and I said, what? You started like a little group? We're a band, bro. Okay, well, you started a group to talk about the band. Oh, group chat. All right, yeah, go ahead. It's a group chat. Go ahead. And then, uh, and then, <laughs> and so I'm over here under the impression that we are a couple of old punks that are gonna pick up the old axe and give it a whirl. And I'm telling my wife because I go, I'm, I'm dry. I forgot where we were going, but it was in the car, so that like she couldn't like strangle me or anything that like that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was driving, and I go, honey, it's gonna be a little weird out of nowhere, but uh, but I joined a band with with <laughs> Stevo, and she's like, why the hell? What? Like I'm poor at managing time and and work family thing anyways. Yeah. yeah. And she's we like, are. and she's like, well, what what do you mean? What is this gonna mean? I said, babe, don't worry. It's 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 just we're gonna jam out once in a while, probably right there at the brewery, grab a couple of beers. And, Motherfucker, you know how show. I do shit. And then you hit me up a little later. Well, careful with what you're about to say. You hit me up a little bit later, and you 
you sound like it's going to be a little bit more serious than just jamming. <laughs> and I'm just like, this motherfucker is, you, you, that's just the kind of guy that I've come to know you as now. So it's good. It's good. Good learning lesson on me. You're shooting for the, you're shooting for the moon. Trying to well, as soon stars. as we put this idea out into the atmosphere, the universe, mm-hmm. certain things started aligning themselves. Uh-huh. I said, Hey, yeah, we're going to probably start a band. And a, a little background, uh, the band will consist of J-Lo, Jeff Lozano on guitar, you know? Um, the homie Ryan Brooks, tu sabes, el master cervecero de South Norte, formerly of Coronado Brewing, banging them skins. He'll be playing the drums. Killer drummer. Myself slapping the bass. Tu sabes, aquí lo más. Um, we have verbal commitment of a singer. We don't know if we want a full-time singer. If we do want a full-time singer, Josh Campbell... A fucking dogwood said he wants to fucking sing for us. Ooh. All right. What's up, dog? Ooh. And you know what? Do we need another guitarist? I think we do. Okay. Guess what, guys? We're looking for another guitarist. Ke- Kev if anyone is out there who wants to fucking come in and do some guitar shit with us, let's get it. Yeah. Let's get it. But yeah. let me tell you what's going on. Okay. Please. I'd, li- I'd love to know. <laughs> <laughs> We've aligned some shows already. So there's some things already going on. People want, there's, there's venues that want us to play and open for shit. There's people who want to grab whatever music we are going to create and start pushing it, destroying it. And I told these guys, hey, man. That's quite the commitment. I was like, chill out. We haven't, even we haven't had one fucking practice. But you know what? I'm confident in each one of our skills. I know I know I can play. Do you know you can play? I know I can play. Okay. But I know Brooks can well, play. Well, here's the question. Can Josh sing? I know Josh can sing. I know he can sing. Too. Look, I know that everybody can do whatever they think that they can do. But <laughs> is it a, is this a cover band, and or are we going on tour? So this is what I feel. This is what I feel. You know, I feel like uh, we fuck shit up here in the South Bay for a little bit. What does that mean? We'll play in fucking at the Manhattan whenever we want to. Ooh. You know, we can play in in, in, in Barrio Logan <laughs> whenever crowd. whenever the fuck we want to. Yeah, tough crowd. You know, I say we start covering songs. I say we start. I agree. You know, we we start. We cover a few songs. Each one of us brings a few songs that we want to the table. That way, you know, I've always wanted to cover Lit, but do it punk. I've always wanted to cover Weezer, but do it punk, you know? Like, the, I think <laughs> okay. those are I'm cool. glad he went that way. You yeah. know, like, that, that could be cool. We've already discussed certain songs that we should cover and yeah. do. So you, we start like that. A party, a party band. We go to places, we play party band. We record some of the songs that we're playing. Yeah, just kind of like a little feedback. me first. You know, just do it, having a good time, having a good time. And then we see what happens. Yeah, well, I'm just saying that that's not that's not what I read on the brochure. But hell, what did you um, read on the brochure? <laughs> hey, you want a jam? I'll tell you one thing. Now, now we have we have, we have that, uh, that word jam is not part of my vernacular, my friend. I don't think I've ever said the word. Hey, bro, you want to come over and jam? I was like, no. I have said, do you want some peanut butter and jam on that bread? But never have I said, hey, do you want a jam? Do you want to get together and um, strum and some tunes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strum some chords. Exchange some melodies via instruments, musical <laughs> instruments. And then this comes. Fool, are you in? I'm in. All right, I'm then we'll stop playing, Don. I'm just letting Do you want to know the name of the band? Out. Tell me the name of the band. There's I floated one to you. And we can change it. Okay? And I put. It was going to be Chevato Rockers. I like that. All right? Chevato Rockers. Chevatos. I like that. Why? CV. You know? Chula Vista, and it's like rockers. So we could be known as the CV Rockers, bro. But I'm not from Chula Vista. Fuck you, dog. I'm not from Chula I Vista. I am, dog. I am. Okay, hold What's up. So Go you ahead. started the band. Uh, All right. Guilty as charged. Okay. Now you 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 are the ringleader. You're- no, that's the, the I'll let you could be the ringleader. 
You're the voice of Ballast Point. Who am I to fucking, you know, take that honor away from you? You're the voice of Chevata Rockers. I'm the guy. Look, in a couple of years, I'll be that guy where I'm like, I'm leaving the band. You guys aren't good enough. I can't believe I've been wasting my talent here, but not right now. Right now, you're the guy. And so, you want to name the band? You go ahead and name the band. I said, let me throw some names out. I like it. CV Rockers. I like it. Chevato Rockers. CVR, like a car, whatever. All like of it. the things. You know, we can change it. There's, like there's, it. But it sounds good. Yeah. Chevato's. Where are we going to practice? Are we going to practice here we in the studio? practice here. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, we're going to practice here. Why do you sound all dr- like down when you said that? No, 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 no. Uh, we got to practice here. We can get a, re- a rehearsal studio. I'm sure we can pull some strings and make that happen. Why don't you uh, Why don't you make it a rehearsal studio slash studio? What's up, dog? I'm pretty sure we can get funding for that kind of stuff. I'm pretty sure we can Dual make that purpose, happen. Dual purpose, a multi-purpose CV Rockers. Studio. You know what, guys? Listening... You don't like the name CV Rockers? Throw some ideas. Yeah, yeah. Throw it out there. I thought I thought the On name the Discord Los Vato Brown. Like I used to like that name. I just wanted to be cool and silly, you know, because it's a cool and silly little band that we'll be doing, and it'll be fun. It'll be. It's fun. gonna be fun for sure. It'll be fun. I'm dog. in. I'm in based Boom. on fun potential. Ryan Brooks is in. We're all in. His drums are already here. My bass is there. Has he it's been like, here already? Yes. To, He's to, been here to, to jam, wail? set up, and do his thing. All right. Ryan Brooks is in. It's just you that we're waiting on. I want to cover like Dead Kennedy song. Hell I want to yeah. cover like Minor Threat song. Okay. You know, I want to do stuff like that, dog. You know, my favorite band, Bad Religion. I want to cover songs by them. That's your favorite band. No, I just saw it them. Isn't, it isn't my favorite band. Oh, but whatever. Dude, I just saw them up in uh, Riverside. They were amazing, dude. Amazing. So, check mark, the band is going forward. Chev out the rockers is alive and well. Cool. And we'll do our thing. I dig it. There it is, bro. Next, next question. Next question. All right. American me, blood in, blood out, mi vida loca, colors. What's up? Favorites or Charlie? Oh, Thank favorites you, or Evelyn. Or, or picking through them. What do you like? I, I guess like American, American me. American, American me. me. Yeah, I like, I, I just, it wasn't even like, I don't know. It was, I saw it when I was younger and I didn't get it. And then I saw it again when I still didn't get it, but I got a little bit more of the concepts and I, I just, I liked it. That was a crazy movie. It was a, Edward it James, was a nutty movie. Edward got James, green light. They yeah. put the green light on that Dude, guy. Edward James almost got his card pulled. La Amy was like, Hey, you're, 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 you're scratching a little too close to the fucking surface. Like chill out. And I guess he didn't care. People did ultimately encounter some violence by being a part of this film. I mean, I think... It's a that, great fucking film. Well, I mean, well, when it gets, like, wrapped in, in that world, like, when you're trying to tell that story, you, you kind of lose the excuse that, hey, it's just... Hey, guys, this is just a script we wrote. It's all imaginary. Not really. Bro, you said little puppet. Real guy. That's a real guy. I thought I heard, and this may or may not be Ooh, correct, nice. but he got the green light because of the depiction when they were, I think when they were pushing some dude in and in, in, in that scene, mm. that's when they really got upset that, yo, you don't depict that. And that's when some crazy movie stuff started to happen. Big fan of it though. Love the movie. Love the, love the way it plays out. I don't remember all, all too much, like watching. I know the Pac-Man, movie. Pac-Man, you don't remember Pac-Man? That's with Sean Penn, right? That yeah. That movie's with Sean Penn. Sean yeah, I've, Penn. I've seen it, but it's- Hard-nosed young copper trying to make his mark in the world, get set out to one of the roughest parts in LA like to be a movies. gang unit, you know, and he goes out and he just starts ruffling too many feathers. Ultimately, you know, spoiler alert, they kill his partner. He <gasps> becomes close with his partner. Good movie. Good movie. Big fan of it as well. But I like American Me a little bit more. American Me is- Blood in, blood out. Is, is I it? like blood yeah. in, blood out, but I mean, who doesn't? 
but it's not a top-notch movie for me. I thought American Me was actually a really good film. So. Carlitos Way. Oh, you like that one? yeah, dude. dude, that's a fucking yeah, great movie. I love bro. Carlitos Way, dude. Carlitos Way tells a tale that I, I feel like everybody knows a guy who knows a guy that's kind of like that guy. Went to jail, did his time, comes out, gets in, involved in the underworld life again. Yeah. After saying, I'm not going in there again. It's all they know. Yeah. It's this is you know. the life I know. It's, it's coming back. But Sean, oh, that's two Sean Penn movies, bro. All right. Oh, yeah. the, Sean Penn in this movie, Klein fan. What happened to you, Klein fan? You're a gangster now. I, 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 that's, that's one of those movies where I think my dad was watching it and I was too, I was really young. And my dad watched it, and I don't think he understood that it was gonna like it. Kind of, it didn't traumatize me, but I, I, I was uncomfortable. I was with, shook. Like, yeah, I was shook, and I was going, "Should I be watching this? I, I'm old enough to know I probably shouldn't be watching this." Great movie. I mean, in that, in that genre, what else do you like? What of gangster movies? Yeah, because I'll give you my top three. Um. Okay, this is a very unpopular thing. I'm gonna I carry say. it in my pocket everywhere I go. Oh, Jesus. I'm 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 gonna say something that people don't really want to hear, but it's not an insult. This is my personal Oof. taste. I, I'm not a big fan of Scarface. It's not it's not one of those movies that I think I I don't think I saw it at the right time of my. What is it that you don't understand? No, it's not that I don't understand. And how dare you? But it's I just the movie. It's just he's looking I don't at know. you. I'm, I, it's a tale. It is a tale of it's an immigrant. Story. It's a great story who Michelle takes on Pfeiffer. on entrepreneurial skills to work. You know what? And who put this thing together? Me. That's who. Who do I trust? Me. That's an immigrant mentality. Yeah. We only we believe in I ourselves like and we take it to the top. That kind of storyline can be applied to the corporate world, to being a family guy. Right, right. In this movie, they've depicted it as being, I'm not no fucking dishwasher, huh? And don't come in on monkey. It's like, that's a movie, bro. That's in my top three. Okay. Fair enough. The Scarface, Goodfellas. I'm sorry. Scarface, Goodfellas, and Godfather 2. Godfather 2 was definitely the best. Probably one of the only movies where the sequel is way better than the actual number yeah. one. Yeah, right? Godfather, Back to the Future. You like Back to the <laughs> <laughs> What? You're a weenie, dog. What? what, dude? Shut up. Looks you, like we you, have a, you, you a, like a serious question. Okay, Medici Monday question brought to you by Christine Benton, alias I'm Uribe. in now. I'm in. <clears throat> I'm in. As working Latino men. Ooh. First off, do you like the term Latino? Uh... I'm a Mexican dog. <sighs> yeah, it's, I guess it's a weird one. Do you, what do you like more, Hispanic or Latino? Uh, Hispanic. You like Hispanic more? Bitch, I, we cannot be friends. I think it's. I think it's a better word. Why? It sounds better. It sounds better. I don't really care about what it's trying to uh, uh, convey. I don't care, honestly. It's at least like, there's a Latin America. Is there a Hispanic I America? Up. I look, listen, dude. I'm not worked up I'm, at all. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't get too worked up about those about like calling me the wrong thing. Like, no. Nah, yeah, I don't get too upset about it. All right, you know? Jen, let's see. Um, as working Mexican Latino is, is men, like, how do you see your role in the family? How do you balance family time, work time, and personal time? How do you choose to prioritize those three and why? Are you the sole providers and or breadwinners or is your partner employed? How does that affect the relationship? Ooh. Do your partners work full time? How do you share household responsibilities? Jeez, my goodness. How do you share childcare responsibilities? Are you similar to your parents' way of being or have they changed your way? If so, how and why? It's like an argument happened and a babe, everyone's like this. Oh yeah? Well, I'm gonna ask, watch, I'm gonna ask him Brown If you said. could improve on one thing in the home realm, what would it be and why? First off, fucking awesome question. I love that. I live this every day of my life. Well, you go first. Okay, well, 
uh, as a Mexican man, go ahead. We're going to go back with the little whiteout and do that. How do I see my role in the family? My role in the family is that of partner, partner with my wife. Our family is a business, and my wife and I operate this business. Ah, okay. You know, and we have employees, our, aka our children. Indentured. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> yeah. No, you know, wifey and I run the show. Um, no one is bigger than the other. What she does is very valuable to the squad. What I do is very valuable to the squad. And ultimately, the squad is who ideally is going to benefit from what we are doing. Right. You know, that's what we want to do. We want to, my parents obviously worked very hard while I was growing up to make sure I had a better opportunity in life where I am now. In turn, I have, I want to do the same thing for my boys. Good. So does my wife work? No. She stopped working in July of 2019. She, we, we sat down and we had a conversation. We were like, hey. Do you believe in me? Let me hustle and grind my brains out for the next five years. Let me do this and let, let me build and, and, and do my thing. Yeah. And if you're comfortable with it, because at that point she was not happy where she was working. You know, she was not happy. She wanted to stop working. So and I said, hey, yeah. we have three little boys. Do you want to break the cycle of family raising our family and you raise our family? Like stay at home mom, which... Sounds like a cush job, but let me tell you. It is not. It is the complete antithesis of being a cush job because you are raising a family instead of working at work. You can dig around and, you know, hang your hat, kick your feet up from time to time. There's none of that. Obviously, it is. there's yeah, up, it's work. there's down. You know? you know, there's kids are at school or kids are at home. So wifey in the year 2019, summer 2019, she decided no longer work. She wants to go ahead and take care of the family. She wants to be a stay-at-home mom and, and raise our family directly. And damn, it was the best thing that has happened to our family. Because our kids like grew um, emotionally, physically, mentally. They grew because wifey was there to provide a solid foundation for the kiddos. Right. You know, and I do my part. You know, I'm out and about throughout the day. But when I come home, you know, boom, I'm doing the same thing too. So, I mean, for us... It works. We're a unified front. We work together. Is it different than my parents? Yeah. My parents left me with my, my, my abuelita and my grandparents. So both of them would work and get, get the job done. I'll take a break there and pass the baton over to you, bro. No, I like everything that you said. I agree with a lot of what you said. And I'm in a similar, there's a similar structure at my house where my wife, uh, I have a, a uh, one-year-old, soon to be one-year-old this weekend. Damn me. And when he was born, he's a COVID baby too, though. So, But when he was born, um, my wife stopped working. And it, it wasn't a question of whether she liked or didn't like the job. She just knew what the call of duty was, right? Mm -hmm. Her call was now to be a mother that was going to be there for um, my son. She was there for my daughter too. But in this particular case, there was no real talk about her going back to work. Like we haven't had that conversation yet where if she wants to, cool. If she doesn't, cool. I take the similar approach that you do in the sense that I will I will do my part. So another way of looking at it in my household, I guess, is if she wanted to work, I would have to I would have the same um, concerns about the relationship building with my children and how attached they're gonna to be to a particular uh, parent in the family union, right? Because if my wife does go back to work, it's not to say that I have to be out there working For too, sure. right? I mean, if if I'm going to sit here and say, well, I have to work, my wife's going to be at home because I need her to bond with the children, which is a completely different bond than a father will have, but in a much more nurturing one. But if she said, hey, I want to go to work, but I still think that we need to have 
our children with one of us bonding. Yeah. So the, if we, the shoe was that, on the other foot. Yeah. Yeah. There would definitely be an open conversation about that. How would you handle that? Wifey, wifey is now the voice of Ballast Point. Mm -hmm. Tu señora. Who? Carla's in charge. Probably. Well, I mean, she's in charge everywhere, Probably obviously. Way better than um, me. She is now the voice of Bella's Point. Yeah. Are you okay with that role? With you staying home and providing that nurturing role for the family, for the children? I'm definitely up for the challenge because mm -hmm. that's what mm -hmm. it is. But, you know, there is a, there's still an urge for me to tap into that particular aspect of my ambitions that I want to create something that's outside of the home, the family unit. So it would probably be the case where I continue to work, but it's not, the difference would be, it's not me saying, man, I wish I could stay home and be with the kids and I can't. No, no, no. It's me saying, no, oh, okay, cool. Honey, you want to work? We're going to work this out too. And we're going to have to find a way to continue to give that nourishment to our children emotionally, psychologically, um, and physically, but we're both going to be working. Now, the question is, do you want to work? I'm, yeah. I'm all for people wanting to do what they want to do or doing what they want to do. I think that question's kind That's of- very anti-macho of you. Well, it's, a, it's an illuminating <laughs> question, right? Because the question is, you know, being a Mexican man or, or something. And there, we do have a long history of a culture- Machismo, though. That, that doesn't necessarily have the, the matriarch out in the, work, in the workforce, right? And I think that that is not the case anymore because of financial pressures, but more so just because of- liberation issues and and the fact that <laughs> the fact that women want to do something that's that's you know beyond the family i grew up in a very anti-macho establishment bro you know my dad so obviously he so worked but my mom worked you know and that was very weird as when i look back to the family structure like her sisters and my dad's sisters not many of them worked yeah you know my mom did my mom was a boss she took it you know, she did her thing. You know, she rose the ranks of the financial world and ultimately, like, you know, she became who she was. Right. And that's all I know. So I know I know two parties in one family working. You know, a two-household family working. Everybody's working. And before we had kids, that was our thing. But when we had kids, that was like, what do we want to do? Do we want to have my parents, your parents raise the boys? Or do we want to take an active role? It just so happened that I yeah. had the opportunity to create something and remove myself from that and go for it. And dude, when I tell people, it's like, without wifey's backing, none of this happens. That's the straight up truth. Yeah. Like if, if wifey, 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 <laughs> wifey, if wifey is like not there to help, dude, none of this gets done. I think you're right. And I'm, my wife, I don't know if it was as illuminating to you as it was to me when, when she actually, when my wife actually did have to stay home with two kids. One was scratching the surface of what ultimately compounds and becomes this crazy thing that I can't do. I, I'll be the first to admit, I can't do what my wife is doing. I I, I would get the job done, but not nearly as probably efficient. Take longer. Yeah, it, it's just, she's doing such a good job with raising our kids and being there for them. And the the thing that I wanted to say was, it's it's not, it's always about what I'm trying to, 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 to pass on to my children, what I want to distill down to them as far as as their father's integrity, right? And what I want to what I want to curate in my household is a sense of responsibility, not a sense of work. Because daddy went to work. Well, guess what? Mommy stayed 
at work mm-hmm. because it's work. Mommy never left work. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's work. So this whole notion that one gives you um, ones and zeros and the other is not as important because it doesn't, you know, you can't generate, you can't trade it for goods. Mm-hmm. It's 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 so far from what it actually is. So the way I look at it and the way that I try to make sure that my kids learn this is that it's responsibility and responsibility will trans will will transcend work. If once you do opt into whatever work you choose to opt into, whether it be at home or whether it be out in a force, it's about responsibility. And what's that? What's responsibility, dad? It was an MXPX. Um, responsibility. What's that? I uh, I think that that's I think that in 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 a more I, I want to say modern, but it's not a modern household. It's just it's just a different household. It's that, a functioning household. It's bro. a functioning household. That's all yeah. it is, you know. And it's like, what what responsibilities do you have at home? Well, better yet, what is your work day consist of? What time are you up and out and back and in? It's all over the place, mm-hmm. uh, particularly with this role that's kind of. At a the voice of Bellis Point. It's just I do stuff for <laughs> I, I do I look so so I do speaking engagements mm-hmm. right I host beer dinners now that they're back you should definitely attend one I would uh, I'll let you know when the next one yeah is. please you gotta attend one of these you and your wife and you Kev too and then um I whenever we'll see about Kevin yeah. <laughs> he doesn't like her no we don't have any medals to um, no we do actually we do have a lot of medals but what I was gonna say is it's all kind of like what we're doing that week and what events we have going on. Is there a festival? Is there a tasting? Is there some place that I need to do an interview? Is there a podcast that I need to jump on to talk about the brand? Damn, look at you. Yeah, wait, look, it's fun. Are you using me? You are nothing but a beacon. No, you look, <laughs> I, I think, I think that I get asked all the time, dude, you do you like what you do? Hey, where's where's the rest of the booze? I don't know, bro. Where's yours? I'm over here sipping on it like a responsible adult. Go ahead. Mm. Look at that. (sighs) I get asked if I if uh, if if I like what I do, and then I get told sometimes that I'm good at what I do, and I my answer is kind of the same, or my response to that is kind of the same. It's honestly, I may or may not be good at what I do, but if I am, it's only because I actually like what I do. Like, isn't that weird? Well, I've tailored my life. How awesome you are when you like what you do. I've tailored my life to it. And I, this is what I tell people. It's kind of like, I, it's not easy to go and find something that you like to do because I guarantee you that you're more likely to be better at what you like to do than not. But if you can make a living off doing what you like to do and then inject it with something that you want to do, you're going to make money off it. And it's just about kind of finding that avenue of, of making it, um, making it your life's work, right? And so people go like, oh, Jeff, that was really good. Oh, I love, you're so passionate when you when you talk about Ballast Point. I was like, well, it's because I, well, I like what I do. They pay me. <laughs> well, I was really passionate and they weren't paying me all that much. Ooh, and it's okay. Though. Dude, our industry is, hey, our industry is not notorious for blowing out wallets, dude. Um, and it's okay. It's Bro, a- I just asked you what time you go to work and what time you come back. You go over here giving me the inner workings financially of fucking Bella's point. Well, because I thought it was a, it's a nice opportunity <laughs> to talk about about what I what I do, man. And what I do is I go around talking about what I like to do, and what mm. I like to do is work in this industry, man. And and the truth of the matter is that, like I said, if I'm good at it, 
it's only because I give a shit about it. So when you get home and you've clocked out of uh, drinking all day and being the voice of Bella's point, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what are your responsibilities when you get home? <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly- How many beers a day do you drink? I drink at least, I don't know, at least two or three a day. Cool. All right, that's not bad. Yeah. How many are you drinking a month? But go ahead. I like whiskey. Well, you're not a beer guy. Oh, I fucking love whiskey. I like me a beer. So you I get like home. But you know what? You cool. know. You know what makes me like beer all that much more? When I if I get home and I have, I'm always like in between books, and I'm always in between some some buy beer, a pillow, bro. Don't some beer book, right? Oh, better look. <laughs> um, and when I start reading that shit, it makes me want a beer. Like even if it's a book about spirits or yeah. if it's a, a book you know what would make this book better a fucking beer yeah or like if i'm watching anthony bourdain or something <laughs> dude i need to go to coke. the fridge and, and, oh. and go grab a yeah <laughs> not, not, not coke no no not coke dude <laughs> but i grab a beer or something like that but when i get home i try my hardest to to do some family time and some family building um the kids are happy to see me so that always gives me that extra spark of yeah i I want to give them some attention and uh, I need to give my wife a lot of attention because it's a difficult balance of life, bro. It's very difficult. You work hard. That's what I was alluding to is like your schedule, like you said, is everywhere. You're a hardworking guy. And oh, what is that? what's that? It was good. We live very busy lives outside of the household but when we get home i know for me like i do my best to be home before five you know preferably before four i'd love to go pick up the boys at school with yeah, wifey and yeah. be a, a, a pillar of that and they're like hey because the kids get excited when both of us are there picking them up you know it's, it's like oh, it's a good feeling it's a great feeling it's the best feeling there's it's second to none but unfortunately sometimes responsibility gets in the way and this that and the other but when i get home like my job consists of helping the boys with their homework you know wifey does the same uh, I'm always on dish duty, bro. I always have to wash whatever happened. I I have to do the dishes, clean the kitchen. Mm -hmm. um, I have to give the boys their bath, you know, get them ready for bed and ultimately get them into bed. And that's a wrap. So on the scale of life, I have it pretty cush at yeah, the house. That's a good, that's you know a good workload. I mean? That's you a good know? workload. I have it pretty cush at home. Trash, dishes. Kids, I try to do the dishes. See, here's the problem though. My wife is super, super wifey and super mom. So she's very much the, hey, I get home from work and hey, no, you relax. Don't worry. I got it. And it's, it's, it's beautiful. Dude, I'm not going to say shit, bro. Nope, Cause I'll get, I'll get you shit. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. We, we should actually be getting brownie points for the way we're breaking this down and talking about wifeys. This is, we should get brownie points. Well, I, I, I'm definitely going to have her listen to this, but it's, it's one of those things where my responsibilities are more of the of what I think a man's responsibility would be if, let's say if the culture differentiation was there, like I take out the trash. You know, if the if something happens and something happens with I the car, it. I gotta take it to the shelf, yeah. I gotta fix it. If there's a shelf that needs to get put up, I gotta put up the shelf. I think that's just deeply ingrained in just a, I, I don't know where where it, it, it comes from or where it stems from, but it is just what kind of like I like to do. Hell yeah. You know, like if I come home and the, and the lady's in there with a hammer and nails putting stuff up, I, it's not that I don't think that that's something that she'd be doing. I just want to do it. Like, no, 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 give it to me. Like, let me do that. I'm the opposite. Let me do that. I don't want to do any of that shit. What bro. do you want to do? No, not that. What so do you, what like do you if, want if something do? happens at the pad or the kids, we just ordered a desk for the oldest for his bedroom. 
So the first thing we do is we hit on my dad. Be like, hey, man, we got a, we got a job for you to come and cruise and do it. That's kind of cool, though. He's retired. But he you know? wants to do stuff. Yeah, these are the things he wants. He wants to come over and, and mow our lawn. He wants to come over and, like, do that's, fencing stuff. That's nice. You know, so it's like, who am I to get in the way of progress and a healthy relationship with my father? You know, so we call him. We get him done. We, we break him off some beer and some cash. And doop, doop, doop. That's a wrap, you know? Yeah. That's... I have a very romantic uh, relationship with those kind of tasks mm-hmm. that are archaic. Like the man needs to do this and the man's the provider and the guy, like if somebody steps up to either my ch- my children or my wife, I step in I step in front and I make sure that, you know, that doesn't happen or whatever. I have this romantic um, view of, of men before me that have en- encompassed that kind of, Whatever you want to call it, whether you want to call it bravada or or just that manliness that that is very very strange to say now. Like um, toxic masculinity. It's I toxic it. masculinity. I feel is what it is, man. You better check yourself before you rickety wreck yeah. yourself. I like I like I like that those old movies where you know the guys out there fixing the car. But then I also love those moments where that same guy is teaching his daughter how to change a tire or how to change the oil and stuff like that. I'm not a man's man by any means, but I do I do like those, I don't know, like I gravitate towards that kind of life where I wish I could be that, that guy, you know? The one thing I love the most about the breakdown, the household and everything, wifey is my number one fan of all things Biggest that I cheerleader. do, bro. She is the humongous cheerleader. That's important. And that for me makes me want to do what I do better that's important wants me it makes me want to work harder i go to work at two it makes me want to get up at 115 and get ready and go kill ups it makes me want to come in here and do what i got to do and kill it you know it makes me want to build the brands that i'm a part of and just take them to the next level and ultimately have brendan come in here and just write us a 50 million dollar check and say homie here i built this enjoy it <laughs> what's up <laughs> well that's you're putting it out there go ahead putting the it out there. and so i you, think i think i think that uh you put it out there strong enough i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> As the highest ranking Mexican in the industry, voice of Bella's point. That's a, no, honestly, dude, that question kind of stumped me a little bit because I'm not necessarily sure I'm completely aware of what my what my concrete thoughts are in that realm because it's a it's a for, it's a forever evolving position to Good. be to be a that's to a be great a position to be in and yeah. a husband. Yeah, and I think that that's the position that you need to be in forever fluid, right? Like liquid form. What do you need to do today? That's that. what you need to do. Oh, you don't do the dishes? Well, <laughs> guess what, dude? Today you do the dishes. Kind of shit like that. And so- Do you do your own laundry or do your wifey do everyone's laundry? My wife does a lot of the laundry, but I do the laundry too. Yeah. Like if it's there and she's- <laughs> Ooh, I do the laundry too. <laughs> I will throw fabric softener in there. Mm. And Downy. Uh, I, I'll do it, man. If it's there and she's tired and I say, damn, she's tired. Or I feel like I haven't done it in a long time. I'll do it. Nice. And it's not, it, it doesn't stem from anything other than- Looking at my wife and going, hey, you deserve a hand. Yeah. And sometimes I, I, I'm i not a good feelings communicator. I'm a good orator. I know how to speak and I can get people involved and I make you feel like you're family and, you know, I can bring you in. Like, hey, let's chat. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I love, like, meeting new people I've never talked to, never met or know anything. And just sitting down, shooting the shit. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, oh, fool, yeah. Like, I was talking to Marcos from POD. Never met him. Never talked to him. Sat down. By the time the, the the little hour hour and a half was done, we're homies. Now we're like shooting messages. Hey, bro, like sober October is done. Let's have some whiskeys. Yeah, maybe thanks. Like bro. that, you know. You know what I mean? It's like I feel like that. My one gift is talking to people. 
I the think, same token. Yeah. I have a very hard time communicating feelings and emotions with wifey, which ultimately is what like I need to work on. Yeah, but you've detached yourself in 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 a very strategic way as to play host. Mm. Where when you play host, you can detach yourself from a lot of those things because you're you're all about the inquiry. You're there to you know, to harness the questions that you think everybody has for this particular guest and then you are now the conduit. That 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 doesn't necessarily require you to tap into your own deep yeah. emotions all too often. Mm -hmm. So let's do that right now. Go ahead. Let's get into Steve-O is. I'm ready, go ahead. And you are always on the opposite end of the of the conversation. Okay, but... I'm ready, go ahead. No, oh, yeah, I'm fuck. just kidding. No, I was ready, go man. There. I'm not Shit. gonna go there, dude. I will ask you a few things because I'm actually curious about it too because I like your work ethic. A guy like you, I do- Cocaine. I do- Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Mucho coffee, boys. It's, uh, it's, it's interesting when you find or when you meet somebody that's on, on, this, on a wavelength that either you're on and so you relate to it or you want to be on and it feeds into you. That's why those that's why those those motivating guys are so popular, those Gary Vaynerchuks or whatever whatever his name is. Like those guys like Jocko, I heard you talking about mm. Jocko Wilding. Like read that book, bro. I have read his book. No, 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 no. The he, he just did the foreword for the book. The book is called Breathe by um, oh, yeah. By Hicks on guys. Well, I've read Jocko's book. I've I've read both of his um San Diego guy. Dichotomy. And dude, yeah. I used I to go to Victory. I used to go to Victory. I bumped into him once and uh he was intense. He, he would be so upset guy. that I could tap you in fucking 10 seconds. Uh, He's intense. No, he'd be like he'd be upset if I quit. He'd be like, "Good. <laughs> Do it again. Oh, Good. Yeah. He broke your arm. Good. Good. Oh, you can't feed your family. Good. Good." Yeah, dude. Oh, dude, he's intense. But but what I'm saying is like guys on that wavelength um, or gals on that wavelength, you want to tap into whatever they're they're harnessing. Like the David Goggins is not David Goggins because everybody can do what he, in fact, he's probably the only guy that can do what he's doing. But everybody wants to be on that wavelength because it's highlighting a lot of things that transcend into your everyday life, whether it's in family or if it's in work. Fear if you and humiliation there, will make you do crazy exactly. shit, dude. If you can go there and you can you can find comfort yeah. in that in that discomfort, then I think that the other things that life throws your way, like a dislocated shoulder that you, from your kid or or um, the loss of a loved one, you can handle those things with a lot more composure and you can guide yourself through them a lot more. Um, I saw that. You, saw you that. spilled that. Look at that. You spilled it all over your accordion. Oh my God. Um, but you can you can navigate those waters a lot more um, dispassionately. And I think that that's a good thing to have sometimes through hard stuff. Like disconnect from it and look at it like if you were to be giving this advice to somebody that was going through it. I'm very, you know, apathetic, bro. I can, I'm, I, and just recently I found out my mom's is the same way. And she tells me, you're a lot like me. Like the world can be falling apart around you, but you're just, you know, whatever. Let's are get you it whatever? Done. Or do Let's you, get are, it you done. Happy, are you happy go lucky about it? I'm not happy go lucky and I'm not whatever. I'm like, it's not going to de derail me from my goal. I'm like, oh, this happened. Fuck it. Okay. Well, I still, right. my task is still there. That's not going to change. I got to yeah. get it. Oh, well, I tal tal it is what it is. I got to keep going. I still have mouths to feed. I still have things to do. Yeah, I think I could see that. In I'm you. Like, very disconnected I, I, like that. And well, I, I think I, it's I, a, I think it's bad. I don't think it's bad, but I don't think that it's necessarily good all the time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I uh, have a really hard time. Um, ooh, you want to let me let you in? Yeah, like I'm, with, I'm, with, I'm, getting, with, I'm going in. With death, 
like I'm very disconnected. What do you mean? Like when people pass, people die, and I see people like, you know, like in their fields, rightfully so, you know, they lost a loved one. I'm, I did too, but I don't get in my fields. I'm just kind of like, now, let me, ask, let me ask you a question then. Do you think, because this is a total possibility that people are wired that way, <laughs> um, and we can get into nature versus nurture and our, and our thoughts on it, but is there something that happened to you that you can kind of look back and say, oh, I think that's when the switch started to, uh, to happen, where I started either not being so emotionally attached to this thing called life or... It, it, is there something Can I was always remember? hidden? I was always hidden from death. You know, like when uh, my grandpa and my abuelita they raised me while my parents are at work, and then my grandfather passed. And I remember like uh, the funeral. I was like, Am I gonna go? I mean, like I don't know how funerals work. I was like six, seven, maybe. It's like I don't know how funeral funerals work, but am I going? Am I gonna say goodbye? I'm like, no, 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 it's not for you. It's not for kids. And that seemed to be a thing that kept going. Like when people would pass in our family, like, no, no, not for you, not for you. As I got older, I feel like I just disconnected it from me. You know, like cousins would pass. Excuse me. Cousins that I grew up with, you know, that I shared, you know, emotion, love, feeling, everything. And they would pass and I would just kind of like see everybody falling apart and I just kind of like, like Homer Simpson uh, just sinking into the into the bushes. And I'm like that still like. Wait, but that's still something. Yeah, like you're not detached you're, just, you're, you're, just, you're handling it a certain way, which yeah, is very weird. Which is something that I want to, to, I don't know, kind of like dive into a little bit, but you're still dealing with it. You know, like this whole notion that because you, uh, I guess, you know, hide, hide back or go back into the bush or whatever, that's something. There's something yeah. to like be for me, it's taken like, oh, from shit, that. This ain't for me. Everybody here is legitimately like breaking down, crying. When's the last time you cried? Uh, oh, when my homie Dwayne passed, which oh, is kind of okay. weird from that. But yeah, yeah like, it's kind of a weird. Dwayne was like probably my only really inner circle friend that has ever passed. You know, he worked here at the brewery. I've known him since he was 16. So like, I, and it's not for me, it's not like, ah, like wailing and bawling. It was yeah. just kind of like leaving his side, um, knowing that he knew that once we would visit, like, I think he was going to pass. Because his mom kind of alluded to that. like, he was waiting for you to come and visit. Like, he was talking about wifey and myself. Yeah. We grew up with him. We, we loved them and this side and the other, whatever. And we were there. And then just me leaving and then just getting home and getting that text. Like, hey, bro, Dwayne just passed. And it was just like, fuck. He waited for us to go and visit him. And I just kind of like in my head, when I smoke weed, I dissect every little situation, bro. So I was, I smoked and I dissected this That's situation good. to the bare bone. And I was like, That's a good thing. I was to like, do. fuck. Like, I've never had a friend that's passed. This was, this one hit really close to home, you know? And that was the last time I cried. That's the last time I really got in my feels. And even before that, I was like, I'm an asshole, bro. And, and it's not like a glorified. You keep saying that. I know. It's not like a glorified. I'm like, <laughs> I'm an asshole. I'm a fucking prick. No, but why? I'm just why like, do you think that? You're not, a, you're I'm obviously just, not an asshole I'm to just a lot like, of people. I'm just kind of like, whatever. Like, I'll take a step back. I don't give a fuck. You know, like, hey, this, like, whatever. Let's get it done. Let's fucking do it. Oh, you got I don't give a fuck. Let's just get it done. And then let's, let's move on. That one hurt. Cause I was like, there's no, let's just do this and let's get it and move it and go. Like it was like boom, boom, and boom. It, it broke me down. On well, I was broken. I would right. keep telling people, "How you doing?" It's like I don't know, man. I feel broken. Yeah, you know. And then I don't know if it was decades of shit that I held, and when that happened, it just whoosh, the screw came loose and unraveled everything. And I just used that opportunity to empty out the emotional cup, you know, because my cup at that point probably was overflowing. Because it, I so was, you're holding it in. I was broken. 
you know? And nope. I feel like ever since then, I've been chill. I've been like, whatever, you know? Like, still mental- same mentality, right? but just kind of like, the highs aren't as high as they are, and the lows aren't as low as they're going to be. You know, just maintain, even keel, just keep it moving forward. Keep do, it you, moving forward. do you remember, and you don't have to say who it is, but do you remember someone that passed that you know psychologically that you should have been more distraught and you didn't cry, you didn't show any emotion, and it, hi, papa. Hi, Papa. This song right here, Kevin, that you're listening to, homie, with the fucking Viking ears, those beachy, Dude, like, hear my Scandinavian, Scandinavian ears. This song right here will make any Mexican woman you should, um, just fucking bald dog. She'll start crying. <laughs> this is what I do. See, so this is what I do. Like, I'm an asshole. So what I did by playing this song, it's going to bring me into another story. My mom and family... All the women in, in our family, like aunts yeah. and cousins and sister and wifey, everybody, they went to the Elwood after a funeral. I don't know what they went. They, they were celebrating something or mourning something. They went to the Elwood. They said, hey, we're going to Elwood. Who's working? I said, uh, this person's working. So I see them all drinking, taking shots. Yeah. I can control the fucking jukebox on my phone, bro. So I'm on my phone. Oh, I put Jesus, this song on. Dude. And I swear to God, you're an bro, asshole, dude. Yeah, I said, they, they started crying, dog. And my sister's like, "Did you put the fuck is on?" I was like, "Yeah, why? What's up?" I looked at the cameras. Everyone's like, "Ah!" Well, that's what you're supposed to. I mean, look, that's what you're supposed to do, man. Just look. Everyone, go to the Elwood. Oh, everybody, go in the parking lot of a Mexican funeral. There is a truck full of Bud Light, and no doubt. And that's what Pan you're dulce. To. But hold on, hold on. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna forget about what I was gonna ask you. Did you have you ever felt? That you should have been a lot more emotional about a particular death. Every fucking time. Everyone. Okay. Except for your homie. Yeah. I don't know why. That one was weird. Okay. I was closer to my cousins than I was to my homie. But as soon as Dwayne passed, I swear, man, I, like, I don't even know how to put it into words, but I did. And it was broken. I was like, oh, shit. I just feel off. But here's the thing. I don't think. I think it's because it happened so fast to him. It was like. No. It wasn't, it wasn't like a. Like a. Boom, boom, boom. Dead. It was like. Diagnosis, effects of the diagnosis, oh, it was and just like this, boom. Yeah, okay. And it was like, whoa. Yeah, you had, I, that, you had that time ran. to think about it. You had time to project it. You had time to kind of foresee it. Bro, I had him on the podcast. Yeah, I he know. sat down here yeah, with me. Yeah. And, and, and in a sense, it was like, yeah. in the back of my mind, I knew what was going on. I was like, I'm going to have this audio recording of us shooting the shit. And ultimately, I can play it in the what? future and hang out and That's just beautiful. have a drink with my dude. Which is what I relayed to his mom and his mom told like all of the family. And then it was weird because we had a, 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 a memorial here for my boy at the at the brewery and his family would come up to me and was like, hey, I heard the podcast. Thank you. Yeah. Like, like now I, I know where to find it if I want to listen to Dwayne. They were like, it was so honest and open and you, you were, you're a really good friend. And, you know, and, and, and I don't I don't do things to get accolades, you know, which is like people are like, whatever, assholes. Like, no, I don't do things that like, we don't create this podcast to, the get, number one to podcast. get the number one podcast. We don't open a brewery to, you know, get all of yeah. the accolades and all have successful businesses. These are just byproducts of our passion, I feel. You know, I, I legitimately feel that like- That is important to know. I go all in on anything. You know, anything that I do, I go all in for better or for worse. If it's not working out, I still stay there until yeah. we fucking make it work, you know? And I feel like that's ultimately what went on, you know? Yeah, but you have this weird self- self kind of perception of yourself. You mm. go, you go, I'm an asshole. And then you-, you I do, am. No, Listen hold on, to the hold stories on. I've hey, told. Hold on, hold on. You do this thing and a lot of people do it. I don't think you're doing it this way, but there's per, there's people out there and I know them. They, Who are these people? These, all these people on airplanes. <laughs> and 
these guys and these people rather they'll 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 feed into that their, got me <laughs> dude they'll feed into oh. their um their let, let's call it social awkwardness just that's one of them right and they'll say this they'll say these things like oh dude i'm an asshole yeah or they'll do something that is very obviously rude and they'll say I'm an asshole. Oh, Y'all hey, know me. I'm the asshole, man. It's all good. I'm like, like no, that Mexican meme that says, si saben por qué es como soy, yeah, para yeah, que me yeah. invitan. Yeah, and you that's know? not... For the British speakers, if you know how I am, why do you invite me out? I, I don't know how I feel about that sentiment because in self-acknowledging yeah. it, you're kind, of, you're kind of diluting this yeah. whole persona that you're trying to be is like, I'm the asshole guy. And so get used to it, right? This is just me. This is how I am. This is how I live. You're not an asshole. I'm not an asshole. I just have asshole tendencies. Like the, the example you just gave, <laughs> the example you just gave, that's not me. You know, like, yeah, I don't, I'm not going to go and like fucking grab a beer and throw it at somebody's face. Hey, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm an asshole. That's what you get with me. Hey, then, hey, hey. you're me a fucking asshole. Like, no, like I was just like, like you feel, I, I feel like I'm getting a little too like, oh. Uh, Fuck, I feel too normal. I'm being too like emotionally connected with people. Yeah. And then I'll be like, uh, uh, no, I'm an asshole. Fuck this. That's I'm your out. thing. Yeah. That's I'm your out. thing. I'm out. I can't do this. You, you know? Ha you you have a and and by the way, it's, I'm not fucking breaking news here. You said it yourself. You have this weird thing with showing emotion. You can do it, you can talk to people and get their emotions out, but you're not really good about talking about your own emotions. Should I and lay down, bro? Am I gonna lay is there a pillow dude, here? I'm just saying, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying that what you do on the regular on this show is now what I'm trying to do to you. You put people in 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 this state of self-realization a lot of the times. And that's just what I'm trying to do with you. It's kind of like you're not an asshole. In fact, you're kind of far from it. You're giving back to the community. You're giving people jobs. You're giving people uh, a platform to come here and and talk about what they're uh, what they're doing. It feels good. It feels good, and you know that it, it feels, feels good, good, and you feel good being the guy that makes people feel good. It feels good. But when it comes to you, you're like, I'm this asshole, dude. Like, really, I'm just I'm not good with I'm not good with emotions, and you probably might not be because I'm not. It's I'm it, not. Yeah, but it's not bad. It's okay to be not good. You want with me to emotions. cry, bro? What the fuck? I want you to cry right now. <laughs> no, Kev, should bro. we get him to cry? Tell me your Dodger Kev, fan. Kev, Kev. Tell me yeah, your Dodger fan. What should I tell him right Kevin now? Kevin and I, we've been through some battles, bro. I've yeah. known Kevin like for seven years and we've been through some fucking battles. And ultimately, guess what? We're the last two motherfuckers standing. Woo! What's up, dog? The two right? punks and three punks. So I'm just saying, it's like, uh, I know, I know, wifey tells me, yo, you're fucking stubborn and you're a Taurus. Yeah, and then, and, and, oh, a Taurus. And, uh, yeah, and I'm like, I'm not stubborn. It's just like, I know when I'm fucking right, I'm right. You know, and, and, and yeah, right. <laughs> <That's pretty> I, <laughs> <stubborn>. <laughs> I know when something's going to work and it's going to fucking work. Just let me do it. And now I have this thing with wifey. It's like, hey, what's up? I told you I was going to fucking make this happen. Or I told yeah. you this was going to work out. Right. Just let me do my thing. Yeah. And let's get it, you know? I'm I'm different. I'm see, I'm I'm a lot less confident. Mm -hmm. I'm actually a little bit more self-conscious. And quite frankly, but with that haircut, bro, no mames. Hey, yo, bro. hey fool. What's Did up? you lose a bet? What happened? What, what are you talking? You saying that I don't look good with this let with me, this cut? Let me see this haircut. Are you saying I don't look good? Boom. There you go. You can move now. <laughs> are you serious? You don't like it? I'm You're wearing like, a hat. You have to wear a hat all the time. Look at it, but okay. People think I'm bald, but no, look at this fucking beautiful quaff. Look at that shit, dog. So, no, 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 you don't like get, my hair? Get the cut. 
Get get this cut. cut. Me and Kev's cut. What is that cut? It's just it's just the buzz cut. It's like you go in there and just give me a two all around my head. It's easy. Don't even line me up. Just give me a two. It's just easy. Don't even make it clean. It's easy. My wife hates it. She wants me to have longer hair. And I'm just like, this is just so easy. And I dig it. Back Anyhow. to what I was saying. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this will be a 17-hour podcast. Oh, are we already at two hours, no, dude? No, we're not even. Oh, we're nowhere geez, near it. Man, I'm like, we're nowhere I just, near it. I just got started. Let's man. go, bro. Let's go. Metiche Monday. I think we I think we're we're letting people a little too in. To oh, yeah? be honest, I think so. Oh, is it one of those? Hey, put a little back. Nah, pull it yeah, back a little bit. A no, 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 no. I don't care. It's about building. I've suspension. got nothing to hide. Let's it's get about it. building suspension. Um. I, what I what I was gonna say? Are you even listening to what's in the background, dude? Oh hell yeah! Rocio dude. Durcal is just getting it, all in, dude. My family, dude. You gotta listen uh. to my my sister. She's a she's a pretty accomplished singer, and um, she well, covers. What's covers her name? Na- Nat- Natalia Lozano. Ooh, go ahead. Natalie Lozano. Yeah. Natalia Lozano. Nice. Um, but what I was gonna say, dude, is that I'm 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 the complete opposite in the sense that I'm really. A, in touch with my emotions and I ho- I have to hold back a lot man like why? I have to hold back oh because why do you feel you have to self police no, yourself no 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 no, your no, no 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 not self police like like hold back tears like I get in, I like I could be watching something and uh out of nowhere I'll just like be like whoa this is this is kind of heavy like me too this, this is a sentimental thing and I'll I'll be like choking up a little bit and I'm I'm very in, I'm very in touch with that dude like I'm very okay with it but I do know that that's just my particular way of of kind of interpreting what. Listen, the don't hell paint I'm. me as the dude that's anti-crying. That's not me. No, I just it takes is. it takes a lot, I guess, to make me want to get to that point. You know, I just I don't know, man. I, I just to an extent, I do feel like I'm apath- apathetic. Somebody who lacks feelings or emotions. Wow. You know, it's like I'm a little apathetic. Good. You know, and it's not good. It's not bad. It's just what I am. You know, I don't, like I said, and I'll always go back to it. I don't celebrate the victories. Ah, oh, oh, fucking amazing. I don't fucking lull in the defeats. Like, fuck. You know, it's like, get up, bro. You still got tasks. Well, Things need to get done. There's plenty of circumstances. You know? Don't where go stroking yourself. Don't go killing yourself. Let's keep there it going. Go. There you go. And because there's plenty of times and, uh, and moments where you do need to be the stoic, where you need to be stern, where you need to kind of, Tuck all that shit, tuck it away because you need to be, I don't know, the strong person, especially when you have a family. Dude, okay, responsibility. You know and you're I mean? the head of the household. You know, you got a, you got three mouths that are depending on you and yeah. your output. Mm-hmm. That that adds a lot of stress. Yeah. That adds a lot of pressure on you can't a young go man. Just crying every time you watch Lassie. No. Lassie, nah. You remember Lassie? I remember Lassie. That is kind of yeah, sad. It's old school, yeah. Okay. But you know what I mean. And yeah. I to answer, I guess I don't even know if I answered any of those questions. Quite honestly. I mean, we could go back and look at it because I, I think we just, great fucking question because it just spurned like an hour of us just shooting the shit. Um, as a working Mexican man, how do you see your role in the family? As a leader, as a co-leader, as somebody you know. As a caregiver. You know? As a provider. How do you balance family time? We just do. I mean, I think family time and personal time just melds together. I don't know how balanced mine are, but- I'm bad at time management. Yeah, me too. I'm very bad. I'm bad at time management. I'm bad at communication. I'm bad at a lot of things. How do you choose to prioritize? I mean, shit. Ultimately, it's like, what benefits my family? And yeah. then everything else falls into place. Yeah. Uh, how does that affect the relationship? It makes it better. Happy wife, happy life is an old school mentality, but in all reality, 
it rings true today. I forget that often, but but hey, if our true. wives are happy, is life is a lot fucking easier it to is deal the with. Truth. Uh, do your partners work full time? No, we did that. How do we share responsibilities? We wash dishes. <laughs> <laughs> How do you share childcare responsibilities? Wifey, I tell on you. I said I'm babysitting my kids the other day, and then I thought back. It's like. And I hear some other people always say, it's like, you're not babysitting if they're own fucking kids. And I was like, yeah, scratch that. I'm hanging out with the boys, you yeah. know? Yeah. yeah, I guess. That's what we're I, I know I babysit. Uh, am I similar to my parents' ways of being or have I changed? Uh, we've changed I mean, to an extent, you know? I'm more connected. I'm more connected. If I was growing up, I wish my parents were a little bit more connected to what we're doing. Great upbringing. Yeah. Everything was awesome. We did vacations. We did this. We did that. But I mean, they were always off working. So it's like, I only got like an hour or two a day yeah. with them. So, I mean, that's what I'm trying to tailor to my family, be more readily available. And it's hard right now because I'm in the middle of that five-year plan that I spit to wifey, you know? It's like, get it, go, nonstop, balls to the wall. So that's where we are. Um, if you could improve on one thing at home, what would it be and why? Time management. For me, I know we, we, we just talked about it right now. Uh, I have a hard time letting go of this world. My my world here at the brew with Kevin, my world at the bar with with uh, with Maddie Boy and and CC, my world here at the podcast and all the things that I do, I have a really hard time disconnecting myself and just pushing it away and being like, nah, right now I'm with the fam, because that shit don't stop. Our jobs aren't like it's never going to, to. Yeah, it's not eight to five, nine to five, whatever the fucking the thing is. It's not that. It's not a forty hour job. It's a twenty four seven job, just like parenting. We've got things here. Our responsibility and our priority is to make sure we find somebody who could be our proxy, who can be here and do the things that we are responsible for. Right. So we can kind of escape. And we have that. We have that here in glasses. And he's learning. And he learned quick. Everybody wants to be the boss since he got to do boss shit. Like he's in the middle of that like fucking personal struggle. He's going to come out on top. He's a champion. Cece doing the same thing yeah. at the Manhattan. My partner, Matt. Has the same thing with Jenna at, at the Manhattan and I'm sorry, Cece at the Elwood. It's like we have those proxies that step in and do the things for us so we can step back and do the things we need to do at home, you know? And that's where I'm at right now. I'm in a comfortably uncomfortable yeah. or in an uncomfortably comfortable position. Jiu-jitsu. What is jujitsu? Jiu-jitsu is learning to be comfortable in the most compromising and uncomfortable positions. Yeah. Being a business owner, being a dad, being a family guy, being this is learning to be comfortable in the most uncomfortable situations. Because nobody wants yeah. to see you sweat in the collar. Nobody wants to see you having a meltdown. Nobody wants to see you break down. People want to see you do your thing, get the job done, and still go through all those dramas. I'm a fucking duck. You see me coming, I'm chill. I'm above the water, I'm like, relaxed, you dog. Know, it quacks, you know, I'm relaxed. Yeah. But if you look under that water, dog, dude, I'm paddling like crazy just to maintain, just to keep it straight. Nobody sees the bottom. Everybody sees the top just chilling, you know, and it's true. And it goes for you. It goes for Kevin. It goes for everyone else. We all have responsibilities. I'm not this fucking cool duck. We're all ducks. All right. Everybody here's a duck and we all have to maintain that fucking narrow vision of the goal and not let anything come in and fuck with us. Yeah, I agree with that. But I, I, I'll, I'll just add to that. Good. I, I think that I think that this notion that this is work and everything else is not. And this is tackling your responsibilities as though they were a checklist and everything else is free time. Like I, I, I try very conscientiously to break down that sort of perspective and go, this is just what you do. As opposed to shit, I gotta go to work. Cause my wife tells me all the time, like 
you know, sometimes I'll be in a slump or I'll be in a bad mood or I'm tired or whatever. And then she'll go like, just, it's okay. Just snap out of it. Something that I, that I for a long time was teaching my buddies or, or at least trying to convey to my friends and families kind of like, yo, relax. This is it. This is not something that working is, is, is part of your life. And if you can, if you can do yourself a favor and do for work, what you want to do in life and really change your perspective and look at it that way, then that's just what you do throughout life. It's not this uh, differentiation between this is work life and then this mm. is life life. And then we this work is life to live and this is vacation time. We don't like, live to work. We have responsibilities. Yeah, we have responsibilities and we have things to do. And that goes for everybody. You think I like getting up early and going to UPS? No. But what does it do? It allows me to have insurance and benefits for the family and the kids. Boom. Say less. I will fucking go to sleep at 7.30 to 8.30 p.m. every fucking night. And I'll get up at 2 in the morning. Right. Every morning. I won't bitch. I won't complain. I know what ultimately my uh, esfuerzos, uh, my efforts. efforts will go to maintaining my family that's it and nah, it sounds so cheesy but yeah dude i'm a family over everything i don't give a fuck what goes on anywhere family over everything then i'll step back you know what dog i can't my it's gonna affect my family i gotta step away from this yeah let's handle it you know we all fuck up we all make mistakes right. we're all learning we're all works in progress yes 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 but ultimately you got to have that core belief of what it is that drives you for me it is literally my family that why that you just answered for yourself, that's, a, that's a, if more people just figured out what their why mm -hmm. is, whether it goes against the social narrative or not, regardless, as long as you figure it out and you're, you're, you're trying to achieve that, whether you want to be a workaholic and work 80 hours a week, as opposed to just, you know, your common nine to five, then that's what you do. You just got to figure out the why. And if you figure out the why and you thrust your life and you tear it towards that, then you're, then you win. You this win. is why we're the fucking number one podcast. Look at us, bro. All the way in. All the way in. What's next? Do they, is there anything else? That was it, bro. Okay, good. So what do you want to talk about? Beer week. What's going on? We got a couple of things coming up for beer week. What, what, do you, what, what, what is the fucking... How do you feel about beer week? Every week's beer week, sir. <sighs> beer week is lame. It's all lame. I hate it all, bro. But Kevin would say otherwise. Kevin, get, get a microphone. I need you to Kevin, talk you about... Kevin, you want to talk about beer week? Where's, where's the fucking mic? Right there? I don't that see one? it. Right there, on the table. Oh, look, grab that one. We got to talk about Ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Sean Lewis. Papa. Let's see, say some shit. Hola. There he is. Beer week is coming up. It's the first Friday, or this Friday? First Friday of November usually is when it commences. I hate beer week. I hate all of the fucking beer shit. I hate going to beer festivals. I hate doing it all. I'm the worst. You're an asshole, dude. Hey, oh. I don't, I'm not a big fan. Like, everyone's like, what the fuck? Why don't you go to the beer festivals? Why don't you go to the beer events? Okay, if I want to see somebody get drunk, I'll just go home and look in the mirror, bro. Well, you can hang out with your buddies. Yeah, I mean, that's true. That is also true. But I mean, good beer. What do we got coming up for beer week now that we got everybody hyped up? This is where you speak, Kevin. We are at Rebrew on Friday. Rebrew on Friday, man. Those guys. Yeah, they're going to be holding Nailed. it down. What are some of the breweries or distilleries that are going to be on that thing? Uh, Rebrew? Yeah. Thorn? Go ahead. Cove? Cove. Uh, the Yerba Mate? Yerba Mate. Mm. Fall? Mm. Trident Coffee? Mm. Uh, Plant Botanical? Go ahead. Ooh. North Park Beer Company? Yeah. Ah. Trans Peninsular? Uh, Cerveza Lobo? Inaloa. South Norte. Oof. Latitude Our drummer. Three. Never heard Baja of Baja Brewing. Mm. Two Town Cider House. Mm. Old oh, Harbor. Okay. Wow. Look at that. Wetland. 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 
Wen Lat. Insider. Ufa. And us. OMG. Will I see you there, Stephen? Uh, <laughs> that, <laughs> so this Friday coming up is that that that's that event on Friday. Uh, we're we're out on important um, official Emo Brown Foundation work. Oh yeah, like what? What is that? The Ben and Woods Show, the morning uh, sports program. They're cool. having their uh, foundation golf tournament. Good. So we're going up there. Gus and I are representing the foundation, and uh, we're going to go play golf. So that's probably like from eight to three or four. Um, and then I do plan on driving back. And stopping in and checking out what's going on at the beer event. I don't plan on staying too long. Of course not. Because uh, Pennywise is strung out or playing Soma later that evening. So Soma? Got, what's going on, the bro? The big room or the what's small room? What's going on? If it's Pennywise and motherfucking strung out, I, bet, I haven't seen strung out in so long. It's been like five years, bro. It's going to be a good show. Oh, it's going to be a wild show. It's going to be a crazy day. Kev, how do you feel about that? He's going to he's gonna be missing all of this because he wants to go see his bands play. Well, what time does this thing end? Six to ten. Nah, just, he's not gonna. Just in real life, if I, I if I wasn't gonna, if I can't. I, mean, I could have told him. I could have told everybody that too. Shit, I just wanted bro. to say what the what. Bitch, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna hang out for a little bit. Cool. Yeah. Are you gonna be there? No. <laughs> I got stuff to do. What are you doing on fucking Friday for beer week? <laughs> we uh we're tapping a, a sculpting clone at Homebrew Mart. Okay. So it's kind of cool. Who made it? Uh, it was a contest, an internal, yeah, okay. an internal contest. Oh, only within the 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 only the, within oh, Okay. So we were able to let everybody that does homebrew or that wants to homebrew brew their own sculpin, I guess, like their version of sculpin. Whether you wanted to completely make a clone or whether you wanted to throw your own spin on it, then it got judged and we uh, we picked a winner. And so who won? Antonio Padilla. I know the name. He's one of our brewers at Ballast Point. You know what? You want to hear something cool? I'm ready. So he won this comp. There's he- more than one Mexican at Ballast Point. Well, check it out. Check it out. He um, he won this competition about a year and change ago because we had to, we had to stop it because of COVID. We just couldn't go along. We just couldn't go through with it because nobody knew what, when we were going to be open or when we were going to be closed. And so he won. He was on the cellar when he won. And in the interim, he became a brewer. Go ahead. So he won the homebrew competition for the Sculpin clone. And in in that duration of time, he also got promoted to brewer. Because he, he won? No, no. It just, just happened. happened. Yeah, yeah. That was just the exclamation he on wanted, I'm the brewer now. Well, he wanted to be, oh. he's been wanting to be a brewer for a long time. And what is it with people who want to be brewers? I don't think they understand what goes into it. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's, it's, it's the truth. It's well, the truth. Well, it's Kevin speaking from a fucking brewer. Tell, tell me exactly what, what is the enamor of being a brewer? It sounds cool. I think they want the rock star status. That's if you get rock star status nowadays. Well, I mean, some, I guess if you're going from like a home brewer standpoint or sellerman, I mean, that's your, that's the ceiling. That's the goal is to get on that brew deck. Um, you can say you, I got to brew Sculpin. I yeah. got to brew. Chela de Nero. Chela de Nero. I got to brew Yellowtail Pale Ale. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, can we call it that or no more? No, I can't call it. Can I call it that? It's You can call it whatever you want. But hey, I, man, it's I'm a big gold. fan of the Bellas Point Yellowtail Pale Ale, and I have two Sixers over there that I'm going to get to devour this week. Yeah. Because Sober October is over. Sober October is over, Stephen. I don't know why you jumped on that one in the first place, but yes, it's California Kolsch, formerly known as Yellowtail. You can call it whatever you want. I call it Yellowtail all the time by mm. accident. But listen, I, I I think Kev's right in that, dude. When I started at Ballast Point in 2012, I it wasn't even just that I thought it. It was just the thing where the Brewers were the were the kings of the castle. Oh, for sure, homeboy. 
these are the kings of the cat. Like everything, head. everything had to go. Th- no, it, oh, that's, really? just way, that's just the way it functioned inside of the brewery where, you know, the, the brewers, you had to run everything by the brewers. You want to pull water? You got to go through the brewers. You want to do this? You got to go through the brewers. Um, and so I, I loved it. I, I thought that, that was really cool. And I, and that doesn't exist necessarily too much. Why? Today. Well, in Ballast Point's case, I think it's just because of the size, the magnitude yeah. of the... It's uh, just too difficult to Yeah, maintain. just the scale of the of the spot. Like, there's so much um, compartmentalization where you, you, you might not even... You might not even see another department in a, in, a, in a work day. Where when I was at Scripps, dude, we were, we were, you know, we were shoulder to shoulder and everything was super integrated. So if you pulled water because you needed to flush some filter pads or something like that. The water pressure on another department would go would be, down. Yeah. And they'd be like, yo, you need to tell us when you're going to pull water. So there was always this this thing where you had That's to That's crazy. <laughs> That'd be so annoying. Oh, it, it was annoying, but it was also a cool way to build relationships with the different departments, right? And so at a certain point- Team building. It was, it was, it was. I wanted to be a brewer, man, because I saw Alex Tweet being a brewer. I saw Steven Anderson being a brewer. I saw all these cool guys, guys that I looked up to in the industry and they were they were the brewers and so what they said kind of went and i thought that was really cool i wish it still kind of existed to a certain extent to a certain extent yeah i wish brewers were st- like i said this in the very beginning dude this was kind of like my my sentiment i was always on this mission and maybe i still am i was always on this mission to make the people on the in the back of the house the sellermen the filter techs the brewers the packaging guys i always wanted to make those guys Rock, the new rock stars in San Diego, where when people, when they would walk in, they'd be like, oh my God, that's, you know, such and such. That's Kevin, dude, he's from Three Punks. Oh, dude. it. I think everybody it, goes it, through that phase. It was cool. Yeah, everybody goes through that phase. I went through that phase. I went through that phase and some of the dudes that I like looked up to, some of the women in this industry that I looked up to, you know, now I'm really good friends with them. And I look back and I was like, damn, I was a legit fucking fanboy. You know, like they, you know, I'm still a fanboy. Yeah, there's, there's a certain um, je ne sais quoi of being in the brewing industry. You know, it's like, oh, look at you don't you don't get anything else, and we sell beer for a living. That's what we do. You know, that's pretty cool. Well, you know what's cool when when you walk into a room full of successful people, doctors, attorneys, you name it, guys that you would think have, you know, the money to play with, the guys that have prestige. It's happened often in my life where when they ask what I do, because that's what people do. They just Brace ask yourself. what you do. Brace yourself, Kevin. Here comes some major cock shining. Go ahead. No, they go, you go, well, I'm a brewer. And there's always, <laughs> there's always that thing. <clears throat> Kevin, you know what I'm talking about. There's always this weird thing where they go like, oh man, if I could only, oh, it must be, you must love it. And I wish I could drink beer all day. Whatever they think goes on in that brewery, That's man. the one I hear the most. And oh, yeah. I'm not even a fucking brewer. Yeah. yeah. But there's this weird thing that you can't, that you just can't put your finger on that is they think or people think that that is a awesome life because there's this, there's this veneer of you're doing what you want associated with it. Like it's almost kind of punk rock. Mm. You're, you're, oh, you're in a band. Whoa, that's awesome. That's it, it's been played out in the band world, right? Like so, like what you're. Dead you beat. love sleeping in vans. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, but in the brewers, in the brewing world, there's still this kind of like, whoa, you make beer for a living. That's that's pretty cool because I love beer, mm. and that's about it. You make what I love. Yeah, you make what I love, and I wish I could make what I love. And it really gets down to that. Mm. It gets distilled down to look at you. 
I wish I could do what, what I, I love. And so I always said it when I get when 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 in the early in the early stages of Ballast Point, I know a lot of people go through this. It's like you look at your paycheck and you go like, "Whoa, man, that was a lot of work for for this." But you got to imagine that there's there's a few more zeros on that paycheck, dude, and they're unquantifiable. You can't really put a monetary value on them. They're what you're getting out of doing what you want to do. And I think that if more people got in touch with that, not only would you just have you know better beer, you'd have better everything. Some people want to do stuff and they don't do it because they don't think it's going to pay the bills. They don't think that's going to bring them. It's the wrong approach. It's the horrible. It's, it's a wrong horrible approach. approach. The moment you give everything up and just start doing what you do just because you want to do it, that's when shit starts happening. That's what I've noticed. Yeah. And it's the old adage for me. It's like never force a square peg in a round hole. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. The guy on the bottling line that just needs to make a buck and he needs to put bread on the table and he doesn't give a shit about beer. Dude, I love that guy too. Just trying to make it happen for his family. But that is what he needs to do. I am a big fan of people that figured out what they need to do and figured out what they want to do and they made and then they meshed both. And then they said, All right, well, I'm going to I'm gonna develop a life where my work is what I want to be doing at the same time. And when you're doing it that way, there definitely is an amount of money that, that you just need to be making, uh, particularly in this town. There is that lifestyle that, yeah. that maybe you just can't afford even doing what you love to do. And maybe you need to start taking uh, a different approach. But Or leave. Leave it. Damn. Leave it. That's crazy. Leave it. Leave I would it. never. Well, you can't waste your time. You can't waste your time. because yeah, You came with that positive energy today, bro. Oh. Why, why you try to flip it on me and try to psychoanalyze me? What's wrong with you, bro? But you do this all the First time. First, you got white, one white sock, one black sock, bro. I don't know twisting, what is going my on. Twisting my ankle. Oh, it's not a sock. Ooh. Twisting my ankle, dog. Well, doing what? Uh, literally just walking. Oh, that sucks. No, dude. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, dude, I rolled my ankles a lot when I was skating as a kid. And so, like, they're just, like, roll prone. And so, my wife wanted to renew vows up in Balboa Park and she wanted to do you it. You did it? Oh yeah, I did it. Hell yeah. Five years. I didn't know that you did it in five years. That's funny you bring that up. I was watching The Real Housewife of the Potomac I think yesterday that's where she with, got my, it. with my wife yeah. and I was like, that's real shit? Like some somebody on there, I don't know. Like I always catch the tail end of all of the episodes because I'll be washing the fucking dishes, cleaning the kitchen. Because that's what that's you do, what, that's Steven. That's what I do. And by the time I come in, it's like already like eight-ish. She's in bed. The kids are all in their rooms and wifey's in bed, you know, like whatever mask she read that she has to put on her face now. <laughs> you know what I mean? And she's watching it and and I walked into this episode last night and it's like some lady renewing her, her vows for the third time. And they've been married 25 years. It's and then I, and I asked why, why do people do that? She's like, I think people do it when they're not happy and they want to reestablish their happiness. And I was like, oh, could be. And I was like, oh, cool. Some people just do it because they think it's uh, it's it's nice to to tap back into those, you know, those early mm. butterflies in your stomach, mm. honeymoons moments. That's what I got out of it. Like I was confused too. I was like, babe, I don't think people do it in five I years. mean, I told her, it's like, if people are doing this because, you know, they, they, they fucked up and they feel like they need to reestablish it, let's never renew our vows. I was like, just make sure we keep doing what we've been doing for the last 16 years and just, you know, ride this fucking wave into the sunset. Can no, you maybe ride you should. a wave into a sunset? I don't think you can ever reach the sunset, but you can ride towards it. So yeah. Mm. I don't know about into. I think I think where you get lost is into, depending on what you think into is. How was Halloween? Halloween was great, but that's how I rolled my ankle. 
walking over there. <laughs> Trick or treating? No, walking over there to renew my vows with my wife. It was a beautiful thing then, huh? It was a beautiful thing. Did you invite I, people? No, it was just us. It was just us and not even the kiddos. Oh, the kiddos were there. And okay. We took some. Well, it wasn't just us. Who like, renewed I, your people, vows? People were um, taking pictures. No, it was just me and my wife, and we. Um, I I still had my my original vows that I wrote out for my wedding. I still had them, and so I just took it out and reread them, and it was nice. It was actually really really nice. Like I said, when I, did this happen? Uh, maybe about a month ago. Oh damn. Okay. No, no, a few weeks ago. Sorry, because I rolled my ankle there, and uh, it it. It was not what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be like, all right, well, we're did you cry? No, Mm-mm. no, I didn't. But I, but I did, I did feel, I did, I did feel. You were in your feel fuzzies. That's awesome, man. I'm proud of you. Uh, How old are you? 34. 34? Yeah. Yeah, come on. <laughs> 34. Life um, is good. Life is good, dude. Yeah, why not? Life is good, but it's, 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 here's a question for you. Oh, Fuck! I fucking asked you on the podcast, and you guys gave me this <sighs> dedicated to the graft, hosted by uh, Jeff Lozano, housed at Bellis Point, the future home of Three Punk Girls. Proceed. I asked you guys a question on the podcast, mm. and it was about what you tap into. And you guys, I, I, I'm just all kidding aside. I did like the the answer towards the end, but in the beginning, you guys had a real hard time with it. It's like I don't tap into stuff, dude. I just do it. I'm like, is that what we did? I was like, no, you don't. You tap into something. I don't know what it is, and it ended up being the case that you tap into your family, you mm. tap into this, whatever gives you motivation and stuff like I have that. Different different origins of motivation, though. That, that's a, the thing. I'm a bad motherfucker, dog. But, but the question was fueled by hate. But the question was, what do you repeatedly go back to? Is there some Thing that you repeatedly go back to because I can watch something new every day and it gives me the spark of inspiration. But then there's some stuff that I have to go back to. What am I, I trying to accomplish? I tailor it into my life in my mornings. I go, I have to watch this because it puts me on a wavelength. Mm. And that from that wavelength, then that will adjust my baseline. And then the baseline can be now interpreted. It could be heightened or lowered later on. In the Is day. it just an average day? Do I have a, a big day coming? A big, uh, I don't know, like some sort of test or, or, or mark that I need to pass. Cause I, I legit, I tap into different things. Your alarm clock goes off tomorrow and you have a big day. Like okay. it's a big day to you. Okay. And your alarm clock goes off. What is, what is something that you do that is almost like you have to do it in order for you to feel comfortable going throughout the rest of your day for this big, the fear of failure. So I tap into the time or I tap into people who I feel want me to fail. Oh, you're yeah, like Henry I'm, Rollins, bro. I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm not that black flag-ish, but I do tap into that. That's why I say I'm, I'm very weird in that sense. I'm an asshole. Like I, I don't forget. I forgive, but I don't forget. And I store that and I use it for fuel later. Wife is like, why do you always act like everyone's out to get you? I said, because they are. Nobody's out to get me. In the scheme of things, nobody gives a fuck. But that's what motivates nice. me. No names. That's, what's, what's something? What's something that you think back and you go like, I remember this one time and this particular person doubted me or said this or oh, said that. Oh, I have, I have pages and pages of that, bro. Yeah. When I was growing up, um, I had a little fucking 79 cent spiralless notebook, aqua color. Okay. It's good and, color. And in there, I would sit down in the bathroom like for long periods of time and what people would talk shit about me, I would write two or three things to retort. And I knew that book inside and out, which I feel like I can attribute to me being so quick and fast and witty on shit because I just had all of these things already like written out and I knew. So if you came at me, it's like, oh, your ears are big. I had a list of things that I would come at at you. Uh, And like, oh, look at you (laughs) fucking 
your shoes are from Payless. Because back in the day, you know, if you came in with kicks from Payless, bro, Ooh. that was bad news. And I wore pro wings, so I give a fuck. So I was ready. Boom, boom, boom. Fast forward, I still tap into those things. You yeah. know, people like saying, right. nah, man, though, a fucking brewery in Chula Vista, are you ignorant? You're destined to fail. Why are you doing that? Oh, this, that. I just use these things, and it always helps me. It helps me get fucking centered, and it helps me, like, and I'm sure it's the worst thing to do ever. I'm sure it's a complete unhealthy thing to do, and I'm sure there's, like, over a long period of time, it, it's going to be bad for me physically or whatever or karma-like, yeah. but in the meantime, it's like, I'll tap into that negative shit that people do or say or I perceive them to say, and I use it to get through the day. That's 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 interesting because I I, I do know a lot of people that do it that way, mm. and they are perceived as like, damn, dude, you're just that's it's negative. But it's not. It's you're what you're essentially doing at the end of the day is you're making something better out of something that's bad. Yeah. Something bad, you took it and you made it something positive. And I think that's what the sentiment is all around. From regardless. shit grows flowers. Ooh, you yeah. know, manure, soil, fertilizer. You know fertilizer the flowers bloom and blossom it's a horrible way to do it but it's the only way i know and it's helped me and that kind of helps me like have thick skin because you can talk shit to me until you're blue in the face and i'll just laugh and then i'll just sling you with two things and i feel like boom got him i sunk his battleship <laughs> this motherfucker just spent 10 minutes railing on me you're this you're that you're not this you're not that and i just said bing bang and people my yeah. mom my, my wife and my mom always tells like it's because you go to the jugular when you shit on you somebody do. It's like you don't you don't like play around. It's like I don't have that on off switch. If I feel like you're cornering me and you're coming at me, yeah, I open up the Rolodex. Yours is sensitive. Yours is sensitive. Now. There it is, and I go in and I get you. <laughs> it's like when you when a police officer. No, maybe that's the wrong example. When you pull out a gun, <laughs> you don't pull out that gun just to show it off. You know, you're like oh, shake it out, man. I pull it out to destroy and done. You know, like. So if you're going to come at me and we're going toe to toe like that, I'm going to come at you. And I just want to make sure it's over. I think, I think. Did you learn a lot about me today? <laughs> no, no, no. A lot of the things that you said, I kind of are like this, what you're saying right now. Uh -huh. I, kind of, I kind of figured. Yeah. I kind of figured. Cause you, you get, you're, I feel like it's playing operation with you sometimes. Mm -hmm. If you're, yeah. if, we're, if, we're, if we're messing with each other and you're just kind of like, all right, I'm ready. Ahead, boy. Just in case. Okay. Verbal sparring dog. Yeah, it's verbal, verbal sparring. sparring. And I appreciate it. I love it. I'm the same way. It's, in that it's, sense. it's, it's, uh, what is it? It's, it's linguistic jujitsu. But it's it's coming at it's coming from a place of you, you you can't hurt me because I got you. Yeah, fuck you beat me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Fuck you beat me. And I like that. And I think it's funny because when it's when it's that way, it's funny. But you can get when your wife says that you go for the jugular, yeah. that's when you go like, Whoa, bro. And I have like whoa. And man. I look back sometimes I'm like, fuck. Why did I say that? Fuck. Why did I tell them this? Oh, now I feel like an asshole. And then I put like my tail between my legs and it takes it and said, Hey. Because I, I have no problem apologizing ever. Like I, when I cross the line, I'm like, hey, you know what? My bad. Like I apologize. I took it a little too far. I didn't mean that. I just, you know, da -da -da. More, nine times out of 10, they'll be like, it's all good, bro. I know how you are. And then that fucking gets me. But what the fuck you mean you know how I am? Guys, you're pesado. See, oh, I've been told that all my life. I mean, I'm, I'm personally, I love that. Like yeah. I, for me, that's not the thing. I feel most Mexicans do. Cause that's all the people I know that I've done that to, and they're always giving me a pat on the back. Fuck yeah, dog. Never fuck with him, dog. Con el Stevie, no se metan, cause he's, he, you can get you. little champ. If he was gonna talk shit, you, careful, cause he'll get you. You know? And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I do that outside of the tribe. I, and, and, and like, the yeah. Not example, like some white guy will come at me in a way that I'm like, where are you coming from? And then I'm, I'm speaking of a specific white guy, not of the whole fucking class of white people in general you know like, who you in are in my head i know who said Chase. this to me and i went at him and i said listen here biff and i went Rah. 
And I got him And he's like Hey yo that's fucked up bro I was like That's all I know bro I'm sorry Like you came at me And I, I needed I needed to fucking end this right now But it was funny For like, me It's just <laughs> Yeah No but like when you do it you're, yeah. you're, you're just trying to make the crowd laugh Yeah Or whoever's like yeah. If you're in a circle And you're yeah. the inner circle And you're having Yo mama yeah. You know Off yeah. You go This is Look I know I'm being It's kind of like a comedian right yeah. like, I know That this is going to be harsh mm. But like a roast No se van a huitar Because yes. I'm going to say some shit Se van a huitar Se van a huitar Because I'm going to say some shit No dude do it It's like Alright cool Brr. Oh, that's fucked up, bro. You don't fuck with that. Like, uh, and I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> you tell me to go all in. I, I, I like that. And I like that about your show. And I like that about most people. Like anybody that's kind of in that, that that's the way that they kind of jest. I always appreciate it. But the people that are cool with it know where it's coming yeah. from. Like you, yeah. I would know when yeah. it's not a joke. Wow. Yeah. Like, what would I do? What no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm nothing. So that's gateway. way. Like that, like that together? No, like even if we were on the verbal sparring uh -huh. and then it got to a certain place mm -hmm. with a certain tone, I'm, I have a lot of friends like that. So I go, oh, you're, you're, you're okay. You're going into that territory, man. We, you're we, going we into call that territory it, where you're getting upset yeah. and now you're getting, now you're getting malicious. We call it, I found your butt. Uh-huh. I found your butt. Yeah. And you're always poking and yeah, prodding. I'm always searching, bro. I'm a, I'm an archaeologist of sorts. And I'm always just, you know, with my little brush, scraping away the dirt. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, there it is. And I'll touch it. And if I touch a button and I see a certain reaction out of you, I'm like, I got you. But you're addicted to that because yeah. it's fun. Yeah. And now like a week will pass and we'll be hanging out and I'll be like, oh, let's see if it still works. It's like, fuck you, bro. Why are you even talking? All right, good. Yeah. Just want to let yeah, you know yeah, I got that button, yeah. dog. I Never show your button. But, it, but then it gets fun. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. it gets fun because then you start trying to figure out who's, who, whose button is what. Yeah. And then that's when you become yeah. you where you're like, oh, dude, that, dude, that guy's just going to go off on you. Don't even start that because he's going to figure out your button. I'm an asshole, bro. But I, you're, <laughs> an asshole. you're just an aggressive, oh, uh, you know, you, you have uh, aggressive inquiries. I don't, I don't like the way you did, like brought all this out of me. Oh, I do. Oh, I do. <laughs> I do. Because that's what I like. What you like oh, to do on the show man. is exactly what I like to do. And when I do it on my podcast, it's a little bit different because- Why? Well, because, because you're I, more polished. Because well, you have a multi-million dollar company behind you. Me, dude, well, I'm dude, just here. You're more polished than I am now. I'm you here. have notes and stuff. I don't have it. Did we refer to any notes today? No, but you told me to have notes. Yeah. I heard you on the last podcast. You said you guys had notes. Bring your notes, and you guys dog. Stuff. It's because of Pinchy Caesar. He's all about notes, dog. But no, it's important. It's important to. I like to have a loose format of what we're going to do. With me. You, you don't know? have to have notes with me. I can sit down with you any day of the week, any hour of the day, in any fucking mental state I am, and we would make a two hour show and make it entertaining. Because I feel like we connect. We're on that same level. I do. I do like. One, I like Emo Brown. And mm. I like that you're the guy behind it. I don't think anybody else. Um, and this is no offense to anybody that that's your sidekick on the show or anything like that. I think he plays- Caesar, this is coming at you. Go no, ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Finish. I think Caesar is honestly, I think he's one of the more, more articulate guys that I, that I know in this industry. And I'm very, very much enjoy listening. You to realize I'm in this industry. Baritone, his baritone boys. You realize I'm in this industry. <laughs> yeah. I'm not okay, talking about Do you. I have I timber in my voice? articulate. Do I have timber in my voice? I said articulate. Timber. Um, but I don't think that a show like yours wins best podcast in the uh, in the planet or on the planet without universe in the universe without having this open forum and it is an open forum. I have an open forum on my show, but I navigate it through. You know, I have to weave and bob because it is it is more of a I won't say censored, but it kind of is. Like I just can't I can't do or talk about some of the things, like if you brought a comedian on, uh -huh. 
I, I can't go to those places where that comedian might want to go because they might be inappropriate for my, for our audience. You know mm. what I mean? And our show- What's your audience? What's your demographic look like? We, we're not even sure. I mean, look, man, this, our, my, our podcast is not that old. How old is it? Uh, 63 episodes in. How, how often do you do an episode? We try to do it every week. Okay. But, try. But yeah, because once in a Realistically, while- Realistically? How many? No, we, we, honestly, on the average, we do- one every week. Okay, so you're about a year and a half old. Mm -hmm. We started because of COVID. Okay. And my team approached me and said, hey, we have... So I already had an idea that I wanted to do a podcast. I had already had this for, for a couple of years, before COVID, before anything. I wanted to do a podcast. Um, and I had already kind of like started thinking about it, drawing out what that would entail. I listened to a lot of uh, Tim Ferriss's podcasts on how to start a podcast. So if anybody listening, if you want to get into the podcast game and you don't want to ask Steve-O how to do it, there's podcasts uh, out Because people ask me and I don't know what the fuck to answer. Yeah, like. but I like Tim Ferriss because he breaks down all yeah. the equipment. I don't like, even know who he is. You don't know who Tim Ferriss no, is? No, bro. Oh, okay. He's the guy that wrote the four hour uh, work week, the four hour body, the four hour chef. You'd like him. Yeah. Okay. Oh, dude, you'd love reading his books. Okay. There's a- Tim there's, Ferriss. There's two books that I read. Not Save Ferris. No, Tim Come Ferris. on, Eileen. Tim Ferriss. Tim Ferriss. No, no, he, I, I don't know if he likes spam, but mm. he might be, he might, he, well done. he might. So he has two books that I- You're, you're so clever. Look at you. You're, you're witty. Look I at can you. be a little witty. Look at you. You're so proud of that look last at, one. Look, look at, at your <laughs> smile. Your dimple was twitching. I was like, well done, bro. The, the, one, the one dimple you had was twitching. With. I call it Mario Lopez. That's my AC Slater. <laughs> and uh, he has these two books beyond the four hour kind of like- theme that he has called the uh, one is called tribe of mentors. And then the other one is, um, shit. It's league of something league of their own with, uh, Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks and Gina, Gina, Davis. Gina Davis, bro. And fucking Kit Rose, uh, Rosie O'Donnell and Madonna. Ah, What's up? John Lovitz. Ah, I'm going to win. I'm going to win. I saw a lot Who's of next? those. I, I said, John Lovitz. Oh, come on. Beat me. Um, that a boom. Francis from Pee Wee Herman is in there too. I hear this Pee Wee Herman right now. See, it's fresh on your thing because your kid was Pee Wee Herman. Um, I'll, I'll think of the other one. But anyways, Tim Ferriss has a podcast specifically on his um, on his show. And it kind of like breaks down equipment and how to start podcasts. Just I, I digress, but- Do it. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that I had an idea. I wanted to start a podcast. Wait, are you pitching me right now? No. Because you told me, you've been flirting with me about, uh, hey man, I got to talk to you about an idea. You were flirting with me Go and then ahead. I started entertaining it. Go ahead. And then my team said, hey, you know, I'm getting pitched right now. COVID, COVID is happening and this is a real thing. And I don't know this and I don't know that. And we don't know this. And marketing really took, you know, got derailed because you don't know how you were going to market. Our biggest, you know, marketing happens in breweries and our brewery markets and bars. So they said, hey, how about a podcast? We want you to host it. We think you'd be a good host for the podcast. And I said, absolutely. I actually uh, would love to do that. And <laughs> such a goof. Bro. And I don't know if I'm going to be any good, but here's the problem. Here was the big issue. It was all via like Zoom. Mm, I hate that. I did not like it in the beginning, but then right when I feel like we started getting the hang of it, which is very recently, we were able to kind of start going back into in-person stuff. But it's a really weird cadence to do it via the web because you don't pick up on nuances. Like yeah. right now, if I'm talking to you and you, you kind of like twitch your hand or something like that's kind of like, oh, he might want to say something. Let me finish. pocket aces. Let, me, holding let pocket me finish aces. this thought. Steven might want to say something mm. again. And so, yeah, kind of like yeah, that. There you go. And so you don't get that when you're doing it via Zoom or- Are stream. you happy with the podcast you're putting I'm out? extremely happy. 
Okay. I meet a lot of great people. And honestly- I haven't been on yet. Yeah, you have. I want to go into your studio and sit down. I and don't do have it. a studio. Well, that's weird because I see people inside to somewhere at the Ballast Point hanging out. That's our things. that's our tasting room, dude. And, and uh, before it opens, we set up. I'm, our producer Rick, who is a who's a the homie Rick. I like him a lot more than you, dog. I, what you well, want to battle? You want to have a I love Rick more contest? I found your button. Go ahead. Rick is my boy. Rick is a and good guy. He's the only guy on the planet that's gonna make me at least sound and look halfway decent. So mm. that's a they should be paying him more for that. He but, is your Eric Casas. Oh, is that yeah? Is mm. that where Except my Eric Casas discovered the fucking killers? Go ahead. Oh, well, guess what? My mm. my Rick, mm. he knows everybody and everyone. The 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 guys that you bring in, he already knows them. Oh, really? The, the shows that you're gonna jump on, Go he already knows them. Damn. Yeah. Rick Romero. Stud. Rick Romero. Um, and so we don't have a studio, but we kind of have you know, space, we're jumping around, the show's finding its sea legs. And I don't know, you tell me, be honest, be brutally honest with me. What is the question? What do you think of our podcast? What do you think of our show? You're the man for the job. I listen because of you. I don't, if, if it wasn't you, I probably wouldn't be listening. I like your banter. I like the way you bring people in. And I just, I just like the way you get down. Well, I appreciate that. That's the truth. I like what I do. Mm-hmm. And you like what you do. And I think that's kind of why we're somewhat- I enjoy what I do here. You know, this is fun. Like our marketing department, I asked them, I said, hey, Steve, I was looking in the mirror. He's like, <laughs> he's like hey, uh, marketing department. I was like, yes. What do you feel if we started a podcast where we just talk shit all day? You know what? Let me run it by the finance team. So then I went, there's another mirror. Uh-huh, and I went, and I looked at that one. I was like, hey, finance team. I was like, yes. Could we pull this off? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. Have the marketing team call the finance team and we'll set it up. And here we are. Dude, you had your people call your people who is your people. Which ultimately was me looking at the mirror. There's a song. People ask me, (laughs) do this. Or how do you do this? And and how do you do that? And it's like, just fucking do it, man. You say that and it's, it's, it's easy. It sounds easy because you're, you're wired a little bit differently. You're the guy. And I've noticed, obviously I've noticed in real time that when you have an idea, you like to, you like to hit the ground running. Let's go. There's no, there's not a lot of, Hey, waiting around to make sure it's a, you have, an instinct and you're, you know, that you're in, you agree with your own instincts. Right. And so your, your radar is, is a little bit more, you're, you're fine tuned. And so you have no hesitancy, but None. most people aren't like that. Most people think about something and they're wondering how it's going to affect their life. Let's go. What are they going to have to, uh, do they have the money to do it? Mm. Do they have the time to do it? You don't need it? any of those things. Just well, fucking get it. Well, you definitely need, just fucking get it. You definitely need those things, but mm. you, but you kind of have it on lock so that when opportunities arise, you're able to do it. My dad had a saying, y siempre me lo decía, and I didn't know what it meant, but he goes, el mundo es para los listos. Mm-hmm. He always said that. Mm-hmm. The, the world is for those who are ready. When opportunity knocks. Exactly. Be ready. And so what I, what I found, what I'm finding out, because I'm very unorganized, very much so, uh, uh, embarrassingly so. Um, Table for two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I realized that what he meant by that is when you have everything else fine-tuned, the things that are important, the things that you might disrupt by partaking on a new endeavor or whatever. If you have those fine-tuned, always, if you're always balancing that checkbook, when those opportunities arise, you'll be able to seize them and you'll be able to seize them right then and there yeah. with accuracy be because ready. you don't have to come back home and you know sieve through junk mail. Going Shuffle like, through the notes yeah. and then, oh my God, no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. Listo. yeah, and it sounds like that's what you do with your family. You're always on top of what you're doing. So if somebody I says- I drop the ball. Things, things fall between the cracks all the time. Right. But get up, fix it, get it going. Boom, 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 boom. I don't like excuses. Just get it. 
you fuck up, my bad. Let's get it. I'm sorry. I don't make this better. Let's go. What uh? What's the last thing you were scared of doing that you might have even twitched with hesitance? Everything. I always twitch with hesitance on everything I do. Oh. Everything. A new show that I'm going to bring on somebody. Uh, a new beer. A new promo. A new this. Everything gives me doubt. But then ultimately, I just like, all right, come on, let's go. We know what we're doing. Let's go. Boom. I don't know where this came from. I don't know where or how this all came together. But now I'm like, fuck it, let's go. We'll figure it out as we go. Hey man, this is a big, I get it. Let's, let's just go. It'll be fine. And if not, now we know. You, you, uh, you have the, the, also you have the freedom to do it. And you know what else? What? I, I feel like I, I ultimately, my major objective is if I can convince somebody else that this is a good idea to do it, fuck it, let's go. Then I, I think what's good, you know, like my parents or whatever. Like if I can convince you like, bro, don't worry, let's do this. It's going to be fine. Do you fucking trust me? Yeah, bro, you didn't. It's like, all right, cool. And let's get it. And then I'm back in my head. It's like, okay, cool. Let's get it. I can sell it to them. I can sell it to anybody. Let's roll. Yeah. No, I wish I had that. I wish I had more of that. I have it to an extent. Have now, a little in the box on top of my refrigerator. Can I you like sprinkle? more. Can That's you where you come in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what is your future then? You tell me where I'm going. I already started a band. You already had me start a band. What else am I supposed to do? I don't know. What are we going to do? Guide me, Steven. We'll guide each other. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it over beers, like you said. I think that that's the best that's way to do best it. Because I don't do like it. to cement it right here because it's- um, Don't be scared, fool. I'm not scared. Cement it here. What do you want to do? No. What do you want to talk about? What do you got? Dude, we've talked about- No, no, no. About this. Me, listen to anybody listening and when this has a playback, it's not about- scared. Oh, it's going to be on in an hour. I'm going to put this shit on yeah, it's in not one about, hour. It's not about being scared to talk about anything. It's just about, I, like you probably don't, like to make false promises. If there's one thing that I hate, and it's happened to me a lot because I've been bad or poor of ju- uh, about just saying yes to things because I get really excited about them and I say yes. And then I, I, uh, I think that I have one room or two, the actual ambition to do it. And then I realize that, oh shit, because I'm very passionate really quick Good. about a lot of things, but I know my cadence. Really excited. Let it linger. Are you still excited tomorrow? Okay, then then we can start thinking about it. Um, but so I don't like saying things in the heat of the moment all too often because I want to make sure that that it's it's scared. something. No, it's not scared. Scared, homie. No, no, no. Because the, because what it would result in is just saying I can't do it. CB Rockers is going to be amazing. Is all I'm going to tell you. I heard yeah. Chevato Rockers. I heard. I van los Chevato Rockeros. We're going to sing all of those things. Are we going to harmonize? Uh, three parts, bro. Oh, proof. No manches. I got some shout outs to give out today, bro. Wow. Uh, the Balboa South, you know, they're going to be organizing what is called a food pantry. So take what you need, donate what you can. No family goes hungry. This Balboa South is going to be an official drop off for these things. Um, the homies at Rice or Death, they just had the uh, Friday fight night. Now, what was it? I, fuck, I forgot the name. They just had an event. They're super cool. They're super awesome. Um, we were able to link up with them with the Emo Brown Foundation and allow them to use our permit to procure a alcohol daily license to sell beer. Whoa, 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 whoa. So they did that. It was a silent movie. They had a couple of movies. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. They, we had vendors, old school cars. Awesome event, you know, from all everything I heard, I wasn't available because my kids had Of course events. you weren't. Of course you weren't Never there. Really family over everything. And um, the proceeds from the beer that we donated, they donated back to the Emo Brown Foundation. So guys, big ups to the homies at Rice or Death. Forever and ever, whatever they do, I'm on board, man. Whatever you guys need, reach out to us. We got your back. Big shout out also to Colin 
from Trans Peninsular and oh, the Cruiser 241. He's back. a homie, Jeez. dog. He was able to uh, hook me up one with the keg for the uh, my, my one of my best friend's wedding, and I dropped it off. Had a good time. It was excellent. Two, he's now an official member here as well of the Emo Brown Social Club. So big ups. I like yeah, dude, you know yeah, what it is. Bro. I like business owners who don't just talk about it, but they actually are about it. You know, he's like. Fuck it. I want to be a part of what you're doing and I want to help contribute and I want to help support. Stand up guy by me. He has that thing. He has that, that thing that we're talking about. That I'm spending too long. Cruiser 241. Got you, bro. My guys. Who you got? What you need? Say something. Uh, Give praise to somebody, bro. Oh, what? Praise. So Jeez, fucking, I like to celebrate like, fucking victories. Like I, this, I, I like to celebrate a lot of people too. Um, shout out to my. One of my brothers, my friend, mm. a, a, a lifelong friend, I could say. Mr. I'm right here. You can call me by my name. Mr. Daniel Romero. Danny Romero. Um, he's a chef in town. You should have him on. He's, he's dude, yeah. honestly, he's cool. And right. He's opening up, uh, he's opening up or helping open this new restaurant on 30th street, right across the street from uh, polite, no polite provisions. Okay. Uh, it used to oh, be, on the other end. Yeah, okay, it used to yeah. be called Jane's, like next to the AC Lounge or something like that. Okay, okay. It's a it's a new restaurant. Daniel Romero. Yeah, All it's right. a new restaurant called Wormwood, and it's going to be an absinthe bar. Dude, is this the absinthe bar? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's my boy, oh, my boy, my and his God. brother, who is also a good friend of mine, Wormwood. Dante Romero. So they're brothers, Daniel Romero and Dante Romero. We are the Romero brothers. Don't get along with others. Yeah, dude. It's exactly they. They make a great team. These guys have been my friends forever, and they're making. Uh, when are they opening? You know what. I don't know off the top of my head and I can't Horrible say friend, it. horrible friend, horrible no, friend. No, no, dude, they've been trying, no, no. they've Not been them. opening you. for a long time. You are They've been friend. opening for a long time. Oh, now you're shitting on them. He'll, he's the first one to tell you. It's, look, it, honestly, it's just been, this is, dude, the restaurant world right now is just weird, you know. You, you Business know. owner world, this yeah, is crazy, it's just man. Like, it's yeah, crazy. We'll, we'll do it tomorrow. Oh, we can't do it tomorrow. Oh, we'll do it next, oh, we can't. And something like opening up a restaurant, man, geez, that's, he's explained it to me and I was like, that is not something I want to deal with ever. Like the numbers that we would put up here, they would probably laugh at in the in the restaurant world because the overhead there is ridiculous, yeah. bro. Restaurants, you better you got to be on top of your game. I would. You ask me what makes me nervous? Opening a restaurant. Oh, why Something does it make? Like, so you've been nervous with the idea of opening up a restaurant because you want to open up a restaurant. No, I would never open up a restaurant. It just seems a little a little. It's over overwhelming. My I tip my cap to all entrepreneurs, but those who decide to go into the food industry, I tip all of the caps, dog. The, it is probably one of the scarier. Yeah. And you know what's the funny thing? Is that you know the odds are against you going you into say, it. Fuck it, is yeah, it? Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to pee into the wind and I'm going to duck and die. <laughs> what do you think What do you think makes a great restaurant right now? Um, hmm, I don't know. What is my favorite restaurant? Yeah, where do you go? Do you go? Do you go? Do you frequent? When we go out to eat, it's Costa Brava. Costa Brava is located in Pacific Beach, owned by a beautiful family. Yeah. I know. Great spot. Uh, what do I like about there? What? The ambiance, the connection I've made with the servers. They're my homies. They've been to the brewery. I've gone over there. We've ran into each other at baseball games. We're all friends. I go in and, and it, I enjoy this. And it's not so like, hey, wow, look at me. I'll take friends that have never been there. And I'll go around and I'll just shake everybody's hand. Hey, que onda, compito? Como están? Hey, viejo, que onda? Hey, compita, hey. Como va todo? And like, boom, boom, boom. And then we sit down and like, Damn, homie, you're like the fuck. You're like Henry Hill from fucking Goodfellas, <laughs> you know, and like going around shaking. It. That's a good feeling. And though. I was like, you know what? It's because these fuckers are awesome. All right. These guys are fucking awesome. The food could be mediocre, which it is not. You know, it is not. The food is top notch. Paella. There's the, the fucking tapas, cold, all of them things. Everything is tasty. Sangria, divine. 
but the fucking people that work there make it awesome. And there's a, there's rarely a time I go there and I see a new face. Yeah. Every face is very familiar, which leads me to think it's a good this place must to be. be a good place to work. Yeah. They have probably very low turnover. The retention is long. Dude, there's a white guy. And um, not to say you can't be a white guy working in a fucking Spanish restaurant. Oh, you got But he goes in Whoa. and he goes down the menu and he's da, 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 da. now he's like, the, the waiters come in and they say, okay, you want this, you want that, you want that, you want this, you want this? Yeah, he usually gets that. You want, yeah, okay, cool. We don't fucking have to order, dog. That's the kind of spot yeah. I like where you know me and I know you and we know each other and we I get like it. That. You know, they've seen my kids grow up. You know, we took our kids there like when they were barely like newborns. It's a beautiful spot. I like that. But I like more the reason behind it because I, I'm very much the same way. I learned this from my old man. Uh, he he would praise the unsung heroes, right? Mm -hmm. Like my dad's business owner. And the one thing that he prided himself on, maybe I prided it a little bit more than, than he even acknowledged it. Maybe because he, he really was just doing it out of the, that's just who he was. Mm. But going down to the floor with the workers, the people that are, that are, you know, in the, in the trenches, you know, taking the grenades. I got this and it's, and it, and it's persisted for, for, and it will persist for the rest of my life. I like glorifying them. If I could help you, think that that guy is cool because that guy thinks that whatever he's doing is not even worth mm -hmm. its weight in anything. Then I, I love that feeling because I go, dude, I know you're cool. I need to let that guy know how cool you are or what you're doing here or how important your gig is. And, and, and you have a beautiful personality. I want you to meet this guy. Not because not for any other reason other than he needs to know how cool you are True. or how, how nice you are or how, what a hard worker you are. I love doing that in the brewery. Like I, you'll, you'll find me talking about the Sellerman. This is our Sellerman. He fucking rips. And Dude, then, yes, yeah, man. Yes. To an extent, that's what I like doing here. Like, I know you're a cool guy. I want more people to know how cool you are. You know, I'm a big Jeff Lozano fan for all the things that we've, you know, we've haven't known each other. We, we, not for our, that long. Our relationship spurned throughout the COVID. You know, we have a COVID relationship. We have a COVID baby. We have a COVID relationship. Mm -hmm. Came in. I got to know you. I've heard your name thrown around many times before, but I didn't know who it was, uh -oh. you know? No, 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 nothing bad. And, and it was just like, oh, cool. So we sat down, we met each other, we talked and look at us now. We have a fucking band. <laughs> I feel like you're going to try to sell me on some shit a little later. Like I, I see it in your eye, bro. You're fucking- uh, I, I get excited. Hey, look, man, I get excited <laughs> talking to people that are, that, that, that are passionate about what they do. And I love that. So that's why I want more people to know about Jeff Lozano. I want more people to know about whoever I'm bringing in. It's like, bro, there's this dude who owns a business in a spot that you would probably never go. Yeah, He's yeah. fucking awesome. Get him on the podcast. Let's pimp his shit out. And then boom. Dude, you should put a map on your website. Go ahead. Like a map go where ahead. your guests, mm -hmm. anybody that is, whether it's Chef Letty, whether it's, um, you know, anybody like that has a art room or a, showroom or whatever. And then you go onto the emo Brown map mm. and anybody that's been on your show, like where they it, work, what they do. Yeah. The, the, it's like a, almost like a Google map and they could just go on and they can explore. Like, oh, look at this. This is dope people. Beer. Yeah, oh, oh, exactly. Oh, look at this. The, the fucking, the Elwood. Yeah. And it's not just breweries in Chula Vista no, or restaurants. Or machete in, I mean, uh, barber shops. Yeah. Tailors, whatever, dog. And then the vetting is that. Are you selling me on some shit? No, no, no. That's not, dude. That's not even what I was talking. About. I just thought that'd be cool. cool. I had, a, I had this guy on my show uh, last week, uh, Brandon Montgomery. He's the guy that runs Black Beer Travelers. I don't know if you. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, guy, yeah. Mm -hmm. that guy. He's awesome, dude. And we had a great conversation. The, 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 the things that he's doing, like to help 
bring awareness to- Awareness, underrepresented demographics and- Because guess and what, guys? Yes, Kevin is a big white guy with a beard. Yes. But that's not all the brewery owners. Sometimes you get a nice, you know, olive face like myself. Oh, yeah. Doing things. Jawline. Doing things. Yeah. I don't, do I have a jawline? No. I've been well, working out. You do. You I've have been working a, out. You have a jawline. I've been working out. Okay. I've been okay. Trying to get, I'm trying to get into it, you know, doing my thing. But I'm talking to Brandon and on his website, he has a, uh, a website called Diversify Your Palate. Yeah. And we're I'm, on there, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Then you know. Yeah. So you go onto his so website. So it's a brewery. Is on there, and then right across it, we're on there too. Yeah, you know, and then but but basically, he highlights all the people of color, all the people in this industry who aren't your traditional brewery, not your Kevin's. brewery owners, not the Kevin's, you know. And I think that's awesome. I think it's awesome too. I think it's underrepresented. I think you look at that map and it's like, oh wow, that's it. Well, dude, the guy's an army of one. So well, I mean, no, I'm no, saying. no, no. That's not a knock on him. It's more a knock on. Oh wow, there's not a lot of us who operate in these businesses. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so kind of like in that same. Uh, in that vicinity, Emil Brown's website, man, could like offer that kind of a map where it's Are not- you starting a business that you're trying to like get me to invest in? What's going on here? Dude, I am, <laughs> I am the dumbest. When it comes to that kind of stuff, I can pitch it, but I can't build it. And so I think I think that'd be kind of cool. You, you talked to a lot of cool people, man. You are included in that list. So, I mean, now that we're done, you know, stroking each other. Let's wrap this bad boy up. This was a good episode. I, I enjoyed it. You know, I feel like you, you try to you try to turn the tables on me. And I, I did a little bit. And I gave. I didn't I try. Gave, I, I did. A I bit. gave. I gave. I didn't need to, but I felt compelled to give. Thank you for letting me give. Well, thank you for <laughs> giving it, buddy, because that's what it's about, Stevan. <laughs>